One second. I just realized I gotta put fucking lotion on my hands because I'm. Do that now, then. Cracking open a beer. Let's go. Grant's drinking beer on the on the podcast. That is an odd taste. What is it? Spiced pear. That'd be why it's an odd taste. That's wild. Spiced pear beer. It's not beer. It's Red Bull. Because I am smells knackered. funny. Oh, oh, yeah, ugh. yeah. Ugh. Jesus, I hate Red Bull anyway. That's fucking awful. It's sugar-free, so it tastes like ass. Yeah, the winter edition. Oh, my God. Mm. Ugh. How much did you pay for that? pound eighty. Okay, that's not so bad. I was expecting you to say, like, three fifty or no, something. No, and then I had a 10% discount on it as well. So nice. Okay, that's not so bad. So, you know, 160 something. Yeah, that's not so bad. me it's me it's tdp it's a throw and dice podcast podcast talks all about tabletop role playing tabletop board gaming and all the hobby that's fit to hobby i've always been partial to cowabunga i made a funny i'm curtis i am a meat popsicle (laughs) i am grant wills (laughs) negative i am a meat popsicle oh man yeah, we had to do that, didn't we? We had to go like full on like kids sci-fi. Dude, I found out the other day that my friend Rafe had not seen Big Trouble in Little China. Oh dear. I was like, what the fuck, man? Because you know I bought that low pan shirt. And he was like, That's cool, what is it? And I was like, Are are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, Rafe, you gotta watch this fucking movie. So he watched it and he was like, I can see why you liked it. If I was a kid when this came out, I would have fucking been all about it too. I was like, yeah, well, you're a 40 year old man now and you should be all about it too. <laughs> so anyway, that's my root. That's uh, my five star review of fucking <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Follow me on Letterboxd, I guess. Right. So this is our January episode. Uh, we know we had a January episode already, but did we, we? Well, we're recording this in January. Yeah. So it'll be out soon. Um, uh, the, yeah, we recorded the end of the year episode in mid December and then I put it out right after the, uh, right after the end of the year. So we could have our, our people show their, uh, what was it? What was it? We did hobby resolutions. Hobby resolutions that's the one. Yeah. So now this, we're going to talk about the year that was 2023, like the ups, the downs, our journey through 2023 and what it's all going to be. Yeah, so we're not going to dive into specifics, but we're going to do, talk about our overall arching yeah. year, what happened, what, what you know, made us want to quit the hobby, what, <laughs> what made us not, you know, those sort of things. Those sort of things. But before we do that, the first thing we always do is talk about what kind of hobby we've been up to. Grant, what kind of hobby you've been up to? So I, at the end of last year, I went on, I got all stats obsessed and just grinded through a whole bunch of minis 
so my end of year numbers didn't look bad. See, you have this thing. I know. Where you're, you want to be just too competitive. End of year numbers. And I, I get it. You're like, I've painted however many hundred minis this year. And, and that doesn't say if the mini is huge, if the mini is small, if the mini is ornate, if like you could, if you did skeletons for like old world, then you could fucking crush those numbers because it's just like three paints and a dry brush. Yeah. But like, I, th- I think you need to adjust your fucking <laughs> your, no. your your stat keeping somehow. No, it's far too difficult. <laughs> uh, so I I don't know if I started talking about them. I think I did, but I finished a thirty strong block of zombie pirates. Cool. Uh, I then painted two swine cursed for Malifaux. Malifaux, Malifox, which are. Where pig gremlins uh, who've been like cursed by Wong, uh, or one of Wong's spells went wrong, and now there's like where pigs running around. Where pigs is awesome. That's what I would probably be if I was in this world. <laughs> uh, and then for Marvel, I finished Star Lord, finished Rocket, finished uh, the Black Widow. The bla- is that the new black? That's button? the one from the new core box. So I made a new base for her because I didn't want her jumping through an Ultron drone. Mainly because I didn't want to paint an Ultron drone. Uh, I painted a whole, and then that was before the new year. And then the new year turned, and I started painting a whole load of terrain. So I painted about twenty pieces of scatter terrain for Marvel, all sizes, ones and twos. Um. Some from the new core box. Uh, actually, yeah, pretty much all of it from the new core box. All the little bits. Um, and then I painted 12 Amazons for Blood Bowl. Awesome. So a whole box of Amazons uh, in uh, sort of, they're all, all their bodies are like ghosty. Uh, and then all of their headdresses are neon to differentiate what position they play. I love that. See, that that's that's the coolest thing because, like, rather than uh, having like words on their bases or something like that, it's like, oh no, green is your guard guys, and blue is your fucking block people. You know, it's so much easier that way. That was uh, a good uh, good yeah. inspiration. Who who told you to do that? Because that person's very smart. Yeah. Well, I was just. Uh, that was you, because, you know, yeah. you, you play Blood Bowl, and I was just going to make them all ghosts. <laughs> but they, I, I think, like, fluorescent paints are the fucking best, so pretty excited about those. Yeah, so I finished those up, and that's all my painting I have done. Uh, and I've then I've built a whole bunch more MDF terrain for, uh, that's going to be used for, Mordheim, uh, for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I painted up all the... Uh, built all the boxes... That I got for Christmas as well, so. So you like you don't have any Marvel that's unbuilt right now. Well, I have one model that's unbuilt. No, that's no. I've got the Ultron drones. I are, need to build. Are currently unbuilt. The yeah the the grunt unit is unbuilt, and then I have a Hulkbuster in box <laughs> that was sent. By mistake at Christmas. Yeah, but you're not going to actually I'm use not that. Going That's, to use that. Um, I already have one built that yeah, needs painting. That needs painting. Um, 
That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I've I've had a very slow month. It's been a uh, a bad month for me, unfortunately. I did uh, the Malifaux Witching Hour box, which came with um, the Witchling Handlers and Witchling St- s- not Stalkers uh, Seekers, no Witchling something Shambling Witchling guys. Anyway, uh, they're magic batteries, basically that are hard to kill. And they are, uh, so they're all done. So my entire 50 Soulstone crew to start out with is done and ready to go. Whenever you decide that it's time to play fucking Malifaux, Grant, it'll be awesome. And then, um. Witchling Thralls. Witchling Thralls. That's the ones. Uh, and then, like, I, I love the aesthetic of these models. I'm so ready to paint more of them. Like, I've got my eye on the, uh, the Bass Reeves pastiche. What, what is it called? It's called, like, Bass something or other. Um. Is but it, he's he's that, basically just Bass Reeves. That's the Explorers one, isn't it? He's a member of Guild. Oh. But um he's Frontier for Guild. It's Bass Jefferson. Not seeing a Bass. Jefferson Bass, maybe? It's Bass is the last name. Lawrence Bass. B A S S E. Bernadette Bass. That's his daughter. Cornelius. Cornelius Bass. Bass yeah. So he, uh, he's a. Oh yeah, he's really cool. Dude, he's so fucking cool. Do you know who that is based on? Uh, yeah, the guy who you keep saying. Bass Reeves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Bass Reeves was a um, a man who was born uh, an enslaved person in the Amer- like around the time of the American Civil War. Um, he was a freedman. Who became a tracker and um, American um, uh, U.S. Marshal. And basically, like, was a number one fucking super cop badass in the Old West. And, uh, yeah, he was the fucking baddest. Like, he uh, he beat up his uh, the person, the, his slave owner uh, and, and got released and stuff like that during the Civil War. Like, he was fucking awesome. There's, um, there's a series... On about, Paramount Plus. On yeah. Paramount Plus that I was eyeing up, but I watched Tulsa King instead. I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch it. Bass mm. Reeves is a fucking personal hero of mine. Uh, and so, yeah, the opportunity to, like, play a pastiche of him in Malifaux really, like, excites me. So, um, him and then the, uh, what are they called? Hex Hex Archers? Hexbane Archers or something? Yeah. Those are the next two uh, boxes I'm going to get, but it's going to be a little bit. It's fair. Uh... What else did you do? And then I've played some games. Well, I uh, last thing, I painted Django Fett uh, from the Shatterpoint nice. set. Here he is right here. Actually, if you want to take a look at him. Uh, the last thing I've got to do is put blue on his mask, but he's dead. Dead. Done. Cool. I Oh, I, I did lie last uh, an episode or a few ago. I said all of my Shatterpoint minis are painted, and they're not. I've still got a paint cracker. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh I found him on my desk, buried under some X Men or something. So, <laughs> just, Luckily, he's easy. He's just green. Yeah, so I've, I, he's all silver currently. So I just need to paint him green and then uh, pick out the details and then weather up the him and his base. Yep, no big deal. So that'll get done eventually. And then we can play more Shatterpoint eventually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about games we've played. So, uh, just before New Year, I played. A game of heresy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah with uh, French Tony. Yeah, so I went to French Tony's house. We played seventeen fifty point 
game uh, of War of Lies. So that's the one with kill points and objectives. But that's uh, the one where you can get uh, your scores can fluctuate based on a die roll. Not anymore. Well, the, yeah, the number of points they're worth. Oh, but it doesn't take. It doesn't actively take away. Ignoring the new edition. Oh, but it's that was the fun part of the old edition. Yep. So okay. Uh, you know, people moan about that apparently, and you know, regular play. Whatever. Yeah, you can't have you can't have fun. Uh, and like, it, yeah. dude, if you're if you're winning and you lose based on one single die roll after the game ends, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, I just every time I play that game, I ignored the objectives and just went for kill points. Yeah. If they were standing on the objectives, I would kill them. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. But, yeah, so I played Militia. Uh, d- I took Debased Rabble and Tainted Flesh as my... What does Debased Rabble do? Uh, it's like the old Cult Horde. Oh, okay. Um, but not as good. Uh, and Tainted Flesh, like the old Tainted Flesh... But not as good either. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they don't they don't support militia anymore, so they don't care. Um, and then Tony Ron Pride of the Legion Ultramarines. Uh, so the campaign is, is carrying on. Uh, the the Ultramarines have been sent to get um, to secure the munitions dumps of the militia uh, to sort of. Like hamper their assault on the main city. Um, so Tony was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'll I'll have an elite force sent out to go grab it." Uh, and then Tony, in his like obliviousness, uh, put together the hard counter of my army. Of course he did. Um, so yeah, he didn't he didn't realize that. Veterans, a weapon skill five. Yeah, and relentless. Yeah. So they, uh, so they just tore through my levy squads who are a weapon skill two. So I was like needing to hit him on like sixes. Uh, like I had um, hatred, so I got some re rolls against him and stuff. So it wasn't too bad, but he was like hitting me on twos. Winning me on threes, right? Uh, and almost his entire army was weapon skill five because they were like the special breaches and the special assault marines and oh. the yeah. <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, I just wanted to have my veteran scoring," and I was like, "Dude, yeah, like you've just written the hard counter for my entire army, like." My specific army. He's like, and after that, I'm going to take just a bunch of pie plates and just nuke you. <laughs> no, uh, no, she didn't. So he did take a Vindicator. He didn't do a lot, because it's only a small template. It's a small template now? Yep. Ouch. Uh, so the Medusas are still large templates, but they're AP5. So they don't do a lot. But, yeah, it's just change to change for yeah. no reason. We just but, changed um, it to change it. Yeah, fear... Fear come in real useful. Like, I made half his army run away multiple times. Really? Yeah, because, like, um, fear is is now a negative to your leadership. Okay. Within a, an aura. Yeah. So, he, like, he would use the, that stupid reaction that removes all your charge bonuses. But if you fail it, 
it's a failed brake test, so you run away. Oh, okay. So he was then taking leaderships on negatives and then failing and running away and stuff like that. <laughs> or, um, yeah, he suffered some casualties, but because he was standing next to some of my militia squads from shooting, he'd be a negative leadership and run away. <laughs> and then I took the leadership that was like the old commissar ability. So if you fail your leadership, you take D6 casualties and you stay there. <laughs> so my militia weren't running away, but they were just dying in droves. Um, but yeah, so we got to the end of the game. Tony looked up the chart, was like, this is rubbish. You can't get minus points anymore. Yeah. He's like, we'll use last edition's chart. Yeah, we fucking will. And then continue to roll all positives. Of course he did. <laughs> He's like, roll so, a five, no big deal. So he beat me 10 to 3 on victory points. Um, I was tabled by the end of the game. Uh, so it was... It was absolutely crazy. Like he just hard counted me, uh, but it was loads of fun. I got to hang out with Tony and play with my moo men. Yeah, Tony's Tony's a good he's a good cat. He's one of those people that like you don't get to play him often, but when you do, you have a good time. And it's it's like one of those games that can last like all day. You can just have a couple of cups of tea, fucking maybe yeah. get lunch halfway through, just chill. Yes, I think we played from around seven till like midnight. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. So yeah, it was a good fun game. Uh, so, and this this was between Christmas and New Year, so neither of us were at work. So it's nice chilled. Nice, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, and then after that, we went down to Chaos Cards. Well, let me let me tell you about something that happened before that. Oh, you were saying else? I yeah, yeah. I, the um, Bromley Blood Bowl League had a Christmas party. Uh, so I was, I was helping to organize this. I ran the, um, secret Santa event. Uh, then like, it was just basically like everyone show up. There's, you know, we all brought like snacks. We brought like chips and drinks and stuff like that. Um, and then bring what you have. If you want to play a league game, you can, if you just want to have fun or find a, a partner there, you can go. And I ended up playing three games. Um, I played... Uh, a sevens league game against Javi, uh, who works at TT, uh, his Amazons. He, uh, he and I played the very first game of the league together and he, he was like, Oh, so dwarves are basically just a hard counter for Amazons, which kind of, cause like most dwarves have tackle and Amazon, like that turns off Amazon's dodge ability. So, uh, he was he was like I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna have fun playing this game and I said you know what's gonna happen Javi we're gonna it's gonna be a one one tie and no one's gonna die and that's exactly what happened we ended up playing and it was a one one tie and nobody died uh, so that was cool uh, then I played a sevens league game against uh, Paul friend of the podcast Paul what's up Paul and he was playing Wood Elves uh, the dwarves won two to one. Uh, I put the put the wood uh, wood elves in a fucking hurt locker. Uh, they so they jumped out to the perfect start. Basically, they kicked the ball to me, then rolled the event on the kickoff table, where they got to. It's I think it's called quick snap, and so they get to move before the ball hits the ground. He literally put a dude under where the ball was going to bounce, caught the ball, caged up, and then scored on turn one. 
And I was like, ah, oh, that was good. That was really good. And then I proceeded to fucking injure every elf I possibly could <laughs> with my fucking, with my dwarves. And uh, ended up, so I scored in the uh, top half, or bottom half of turn two. No. Scored in the bottom, bottom, of, uh, bottom of the first half. So like turn four, five, six, something like that. And then I kicked off to him at uh, the top of the second half. And he only had like four dudes on the on the pitch at that point, and I just ended up putting him in a fucking hurt locker and scored again. And um, so yeah, it was two to one. Uh, he he was so excited. He's like, "Oh, it's gonna be that kind of game." I fucking got out to the perfect perfect start, and I was like, "Yeah, you sure did." Punch, 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 punch. So that was <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I played a fun game with uh, Jakey. Jakey was using Underworlds, and uh, I was trying out my Vampires for the first time. This is not a league game. It was just a fun one. It was a 1-1 tie to the Vampires. We smashed the shit out of his Snotlings uh, for the Underworld team, but the Underworld are so fast and fluid. Uh, they seem really fun to play. It's like you've got Skaven and Snotlings and Goblins and all sorts of crazy fun. And then you've got, uh, I think you can get, a minotaur and you can get trolls and so so you've got just tons of shit that can move and have fun you've got secret weapons you've got big guys like underworld just seems like the team right now uh so that was cool and then for secret santa uh whoever my secret santa is wink i set up the secret santa so i know who it is um my secret santa got me a lizard man team from i believe it's uh uh Brute Fun. Brute Fun Lizards. It's the same one that um, friend of the podcast Connor has. Friend of the podcast Connor, Mr. and Painting Connor. What up, Connor? Everybody drink. So um, I'm in the middle of painting them. It's a really cool team. I had to... Uh, they didn't come with a chameleon skink. So I had to get a chameleon skink off eBay. I got one for like three pounds. Then um, it comes with all six of the big lizards that you need. It comes with the Croxagor, which is like their version of a minotaur. Um, there was one failed print of a skink in the 3D prints, but that's okay. I replaced it with the chameleon skink. And then it also came with Glottalstop, who's a Croxagor star player. Uh, so that was really cool. So, uh, I mean, a really fucking great, um, uh, an entire team, like, Great team. And then also there was a uh, a special extra gift in there, a little Ugni tree man. Uh, Ugni makes really fun, like, uh, goofy kind of minis. And his tree man has, like, a mustache made of bark, so he looks like Yosemite Sam. And he's holding a beehive in his hand like a football. Uh, it's really fun. He's got, like, axes and stuff like that buried, buried in him, and he just looks like the baddest dude. Uh, there's a a football helmet there and a fucking, uh, like a, a bird's nest in his hair. But, um, yeah, he's super cool. So I'm going to use that guy for deep root with my halflings. Nice. I was looking at that team on eBay yesterday, actually. The lizard men team? No, the, that, the team that that tree man comes from. Oh, the, um, is, well, he can go in the wood elves or the halflings. Oh, there's a bunch of the halflings with like running around with sausages and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at those. I love the, I love the ones because they're like, uh, what is it like? Uh, I think it's the GW ones. They have a, uh, a, a sandwich for a ball and shit like that. And they've got, they're all got pots and stuff on their heads. Like, mm. uh, yeah, just good times. The ugly stuff is really fun. Um, brute fun stuff is more like badass, serious stuff. So 
Um, I'm glad my lizards are brute fun, but my halflings get to be ugly, so that works for me. Uh, and then we went down to where? Oh, well, so we've got two events to talk about. Yeah. So actually, this, I'll quickly talk about my Blood Bowl game oh, for the Bexley Reapers. Bexley Blood Bowl, Reapers Blood Bowl League. Uh, League. So it went terribly. <laughs> yeah, my first league game, my first game with the Amazons, uh, my first game against elves. Okay. Uh, yeah, so. I was playing against Dark Elves. Dark Elves are really fucking good. They are a top-tier team for a reason. Yep. Uh, And Elves did Elf stuff. Yes. Yes, they do. So they they won the the kickoff. They chose to kick to me. I... Then they set up with an offset line. Yeah. So they have three people on the line off to... the right side yeah. of the center. And then they put a bunch of players on the, uh, on the left, like the, the blitzers and stuff. And then the, the witch was sort of middle. Then they just had the runner off to the right on the flank. Yeah. So it was a real weird offset deployment. And then, so I, uh, and then it was, it was a high kick. So I just like moved under, caught the ball. Uh, caged up, tried to go to my left. Did so his his right where he was weaker? Yeah. You had more room to maneuver over there. Yeah. But elves are just so fast, they just oh, switched over. So I put a couple down, tried to go around, swap sides to the other side. Um, at which point he just had... Uh, I think it was a a going for it blitz uh, into on my ball carrier, so he he broke the cage and then oh. it was like a going for it blitz. Like it literally every dice roll he needed to roll worked that game, everyone. Ouch. Ouch. So his elves did elf stuff. So he then took the ball and scored, um, and then uh, and then I had to. And then there was another kickoff. Uh, I got the blitz, so I got to move a bunch of uh, move a bunch of my characters, and then one of them could blitz his line. Yeah. So I did that, uh, and the blitz went bad. I think as well, like just the whole thing went downhill. Uh, he got through. Uh, my lines. I positioned my like strength four ladies quite well, so he had to like had to really double up and think about how, where he wanted to go to push through. So I'd put my strength four ones at the end, so they were. He had to like try and get three people on them to get the positive tackles and stuff on them, which then meant he was quite stretched quite uh, thin. But he still got through and scored again at the end of the first half then the next one was you kick off to him at the half yeah I think that that might have been the one I got the blitz yeah that's what it sounds like uh, and then oh no it was because you can't get the blitz if he kicks off to you yeah so he 
Uh, oh, so the next time he kicked to me, but oh, I can't remember. No, but it just went bad. He scored three times. Mm. Um, we had one one injury, which I inflicted on him on a double skull. <laughs> so he he knocked me out, but I used my apothecary to stay on the pitch. Yeah, and I injured his character, just put for a niggling injury. Okay. In the first game, I think it was just a a lines person. Mm. Um, but those are fucking tough. Yeah. So, but out of it, both of my strength fours. No, the other ones. So the, the ones with hit and run. The um, so that's the, the blockers. The blockers. So the blitzers are the blockers, and the blockers are the blitzers. Yeah. So because they've got the names wrong, and they've refused to admit that they fucking named them wrong. But yeah. So my the ones with hit and run. Yeah. I've now both got block. Nice. On my team. Fuck yeah. Um, and then I've got a random lines person with, uh, like, oh, it was, I don't know, it was the line person that did the knocks out there person. Okay. Um, so that was the one who got some star player points for causing an injury. Uh, but yeah, it was all a bit, a bit mad. Elves did elf things. Literally every dice he needed to roll worked for him. Sounds like a bunch of the ones you rolled didn't work for you, too. They kind of, Yeah, it was kind of just like... I would be knocking him down or pushing him back, but... Yeah, just elves are just a lot faster and could get around. Were you using any um, online play things, like, like tour play or... Um, no. No? Long shanks, nothing? Nope. Huh. Did it all by hand, huh? Yeah. yeah it's all right. on the, all on their Discord group. So I've just got a a Blood Bowl team thing on a website that I update. Update. Cool. Right on. Um, uh, but yeah, so it went terribly. Uh, I haven't got a game this week uh, because it's biweekly. It's yeah. So it's it, you've got two weeks to organise your round. Okay. So my my second pairing hasn't played their first game yet. So they're playing this week, so then we'll arrange off next week. Or the week after. What team are you playing next week? More Dark Elves. Oh, fuck's sake. It's, really? It's Mar- yeah, the Marafi's Misfits is the next team. Okay. First things first, what's your team name? Uh, the Spectral Jungle Cats. Spectral Jungle Cats, okay. Because they're ghosts. I like it. Um, then, like, how many people are in the league? Uh, some. <laughs> a number. There's a halfling team. There's a, there's an ogre team. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I've got to play four games, and then there's like a cut. So I can lose my four games. Yeah, <laughs> and then not and just play, be done. Not play more. Uh, all right, there are. Trying to find oh so I'm using bbroster.com okay. for my thing. Uh and then So there's Marathi's Motley Crew. Mm-hmm. There's the Guacamole Geckos. Guacamole Geckos, dug it. Uh a lot of people have used AI to generate their team things. The Vales Varmints. Yeah. Dig it. Uh, the Intercourse Rangers. Intercourse Rangers. I think they're arm they're Amish halflings. Oh, I love it. 
Uh, uh, I used to live near Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, so that's the Google Drive, which has got the the matchups on it. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players. Ten players. Does it have the races? Uh, there's two dark elves, two ogres, orcs, lizards, Amazons, two skaven and chaos dwarves. Oh no, the chaos dwarves are the uh, the intercourse rangers. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds like a good smattering of teams. It's weird that there's like so many stunties. I think people just like to have fun. Yeah, and that's good. Except for the people that play Dark Elves. <laughs> they they don't want to have fun. They want to they win. They want to win. But yeah, so... Well, I'm pretty sure the guy who's playing Marathi's Motley crew is Dave, who's has a Dark Elf army. Who oh, play, cool. He played Dark Elves in more time. He's yeah. a Dark Elf player. He's a Dark Elf guy. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, I don't know about Ship, uh, but, you know... It went badly. Hmm. And then there's unusual rewards for the most, the player who makes the most throws throughout the league. Uh, the one who uh, has the least injury rolls caused on them. Uh, and the one who causes the most KOs and injuries. Hmm. So there's extra bullshit. Cool. Dig it. I love extra bullshit. Especially Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl comes up with so much extra bullshit. Uh yeah, so I've got yeah, I'm playing against Moratli's Motley Crew. Round three, I've got to play against the Skaven, the Vale's Varmints, and then finally I've got to play the Guacamole Geckos. Oh my god, dude. You've gotta go <laughs> Dark Elf, Dark Elf, Skaven, Lizard Men? Yeah. Oh fuck, brother. <laughs> They couldn't even, like, give you, like, the halfling team to beat up on first so you can level up your stars before you get set down this murderer's row. Jesus fucking Christ, buddy. That's that's four, t- like, tier one teams. Yeah, well, I'm also playing Amazons. Yeah, but you're a fucking nub. Yeah, well, they don't know that. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's fine. It'll be pra- good practice. <laughs> It'll be good practice because... You and I are going to the Kent Team Championships of Blood Bowl. I don't know how you talked me into this. Because you like tournaments. Yeah. And it's a team environment. And we got randomly paired on the same team. So that's pretty cool. Mm. And, um, yeah, we can we can have fun together. Like, Do we to, have to bribe people so we can get onto Gary's team instead? I mean, we could. Do you want to? Do you want Oh, no, ask. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, the... So we've got the BBBL has 12 coaches going to the Kent Team Championships. It's funny because I was talking to Stu, who runs the, um, he's like a NAF representative in the area, and he runs the Chaos Cards Blood Bowl League. And he was like, you really should try and come to this uh, to this thing I'm doing on March 2nd. And I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll try, man. I don't know. I work Fridays. I don't know if I'll be able to get the day off, blah, blah, blah. And turn around and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've already got a ticket. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Stu's really cool. He's been helping me get everything registered and stuff like that. So it's been really great. Um, now, 
the Kent Team Championships, you're going to be getting your Amazons together. I'm going to probably end up playing these here, Lizard Men that I'm painting up. I've never played a single game of Lizard Men yet, so... Could you not play Dwarves instead, then? Um, I mean, I could, but I, I don't... I don't really want to. I don't want to. Fair enough. I wanted to get my halflings together, but evidently the Kent Team Championship is no star players whatsoever, which is a huge overcorrection. Like people are people are complaining because there's there are some stars that are very good, very very good. So GW made a made a positive change where they're like, we're going to consider them mega stars. And you have to pay a certain amount of this, that, and the other thing to get them. And like you, you have to jump through extra hoops to get these mega stars on your team. So people have had to adjust and find different stars that they're using. It's not just an auto-pick-auto-win anymore. So I wanted to do that. I was thinking up an idea where I've got... There's there's a ogre star player that comes with his own halfling. They're called Grack and Crumbleberry. Mm-hmm. And um, Grack can actually... like kick Crumbleberry down the fucking, down the, uh, down the field so that Crumbleberry can scoop and score, which is cool. Uh, they also, there's a, uh, Carla Von Kill is the name of another star player that I was going to get. So I found a way that I was going to make a list that had two tree men, a bunch of halflings, Grack and Crumbleberry and Carla Von Kill. And I was like, that's going to be my team. I found the models that I wanted to use for Grack and Crumbleberry. I found a model that I wanted to use for Carla Von Kill. And then I looked at the build and was like, oh yeah, no star players. Well, fuck me. I guess I'm playing Lizard Men. Because I wanted 2024 to be a year where I have fun playing fucking halflings and just going in with no, like, urge to want to win. And that way, if I win, it's a special surprise. You know, I was having this talk with our friend Paul because, like, I'm not a very good Blood Bowl player. I have fun playing Blood Bowl, but I fucking suck at it. It's like Marvel. I'm not a very good Marvel player. So when I do win, it's fun. But, like, um, he was like, you know what you need to do then? Play the worst fucking team you can. And then if you accidentally fucking win, then uh, <laughs> then you'll be good to go. So I... I Took time to figure out what I wanted to, to play. I was thinking originally about playing Ogres. Um, there was a Punga Miniatures Ogres team that I was thinking about getting that had like a bunch of, uh, it was like Maori themed with like the Ogres doing like haka poses and stuff. But then the, um, all the little snotlings that came with them all had like Crash Bandicoot like tiki masks. And I didn't know if that was cultural appropriation or not. It didn't feel good. So I didn't do it. Um, if anyone out there is Maori and wants to talk to me about that, I would love to hear from you. Uh, so yeah, I was, I settled on halflings I'm using rumble slam minis for my halfling team. So I've got a bunch of halfling, uh, you know, fucking pro wrestlers, which is awesome. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. And evidently I'm not going to use them for the KTC, which is fine. Whatever. But I want, I want to build, like, a wrestling ring for them as a display board and shit. So maybe I think there's a – the Euro Cup Championships is in September this year. And I'll definitely have them done by then. So I'll go to Greece and play some fucking Blood Bowl, and uh, it'll be cool. And I'll have the halflings done by then. Right. Yeah. Talking about games you suck at. Talking about games I suck at, let's talk about Marvel. Yeah, so on the 30th of December – 
we went down to Chaos Cards for their first ever tournament. They were running a pure challenger format, random timings and everything. So fucking wild. So our first round, 92 minutes. 92 minutes. Uh, with no warnings, no yeah, no nothing. Dice down. Um, and then uh, I was taking Guardians of the Galaxy. Is uh, your first time playing Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy? Oh, yeah. Oh, Curtis made me play two games of Blood Bowl. Uh, no, of more time. No, of Marvel. Fucking hell, hell Grant. Curtis made me play two games of uh, MCP and then logged them on Longshanks as casual games. So I got my 40 games with Midnight Suns. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, so... So what? Yeah. You won them, so you got your 40 games. I got 40 games, I won them, and then... So I was like, oh, I don't need to play as Midnight Suns in this one. Now I can just play... Um, Whatever you want. Guardians. So Please. I thought I'd go down there, play some Guardians, figure out how the roster works. You did uh, pretty well at it. And then... Yeah. So my round one, I got drawn against Matty. So that's at Matty MKM on Instagram. Uh, so we've played a few times before. I think we've played at the Ragnarok event once or twice, and then we played casually at the Folkestone store a few times. Um, so Matty was running X-Men Blue against my Guardians. We played uh, 18 Threat, Research Station, Mutant Mad Men, and I played Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, because we were playing Research Station. And you're a sweaty, cheesy nerd. Uh, and there was only six victory points on the table. So that's fewer than eight. So that qualifies for a Cosmic Ghost Rider game. Yes, it does. So I played Cosmic Ghost Rider. Uh, and things went mental. I think my, my Agent Venom dazed... His Jean Grey with a f- incendiary grenade. So a four dice energy attack dazed his five fret character. <laughs> like I was like, I just wanted to incinerate you so I could then shoot you afterwards. Yeah, this will work though. But this just incinerated you, uh, just killed you instead. I was like, great. Like my dice were mental. Um, <laughs> Beat up on the poor guy. Yeah. So like I won 17 10. Um, Matt. Was not happy with Cosmic Ghost Rider. I bet. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can see why. Cosmic Ghost Rider he, is mean. Yeah, I, I think he may have dazed Agent Venom and that was it. I think, I, I think he had one wow. model left on the board. Wow. Which was X-23. Absolutely killy. Yeah. That's so yeah, it was, crazy. it was a bit mad. Uh, how did your first game go? Well, I'm going to answer that by telling you who I played. My very first game of that day, I've got my Tim Hortons cup full of coffee, and I go and I play Connor fucking Rooney. Web Warrior Connor, like, one of the top players in the entire world. Uh, he's... Got a thing hanging off your beard here. Yeah, so he's... Um... Yeah, he's he's very high in the rankings. Yeah, one of uh, like he's like a top five, top ten player or something like that. Uh, no, I think he's a bit lower than that. But yeah, he is up there. He's like the second highest Web Warrior car- player in the world. Yeah, and, but he was playing. He was playing um, defenders, Daredevil defenders, 
And, um, you know, later on we'll have a little bit of news about how that goes for him. But, um, yeah, so I had him for about three rounds and then he just turned around and smoked me. Oh, no, I was wrong. He's the sixth highest ranked player on Longshanks. Sixth highest ranked player on Longshanks. That makes sense. Just behind Pat Dumford. Perfect. Number five. There you go. Uh, so yeah, Connor Rooney absolutely smoked me. I got, uh, it was 19 to 12, a win for him, Scrolls and Mutant Madman. And, um, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I don't know. I was playing, um, Asgardians and, uh, I thought I had him. I was beating him down and beating him down and beating him down. And then he just kept scoring and I couldn't stop him from scoring. So, yep. Uh, 12 to 19 loss. Uh, against Connor Rooney, one of the best players in the world. Man, look at those numbers. So Connor, 63 wins to 9 losses. Jesus. Out of the top 10 players on Longshanks, four of them are from England. Yeah. The top two are from England. Who are the top two? Uh, Aaron, Web Warriors Aaron. Collier, yeah. And then Ron, uh, So who's also up in... Birmingham oh. with Aaron. <laughs> so oh, so that's Web Warrior Protocols. That's Web Warrior Protocols number one. Yep. Ron uh, is also up in uh, Birmingham Way with him. Uh, oh, Conan Jennings. Uh, don't know who he is. Uh, he's from America. And then we've got someone from Germany, Steve, and then we've got Pat and Connor in five and six. Hundred and four games to fourteen losses, Pat. In the last year. Jesus. I don't even want to look at my fucking ranking, what it's going to be. Uh, but, yeah. but I'm going to. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but they've been playing. I mean, Connor. 100 f- like 118 competitive games Yeah, in the last year for Pat. My mental. My win-loss record is <laughs> uh, 16 wins, 28 losses, and one draw. <laughs> is that the last year? <laughs> That's the last year. Yep. I'm ranked number 459. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, round two. Longest win streak, two. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm good at Peyton. All right. So, what was your second game? So, round two, I played against Martin, who was also playing X-Men Blue. Uh, I played Spider-Infected and Demons Downtown. A 19 threat, so that is... That's eight victory points. Mm-hmm. So no Ghost Rider? But I did play Ghost Rider oh, because it's demons and he's immune to incinerate. And nice. so, yeah. so Bill and Bill and Ghost Rider So Bill crazy? and Ghost Rider down the middle. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I even had a couple of rounds where Ghost Rider could score because he just had no power. Yeah. So he was just in the middle holding a spider and scoring a point. Uh, so yeah, it was all a bit, a bit mad. Uh, I won sixteen seven. This game actually went to time, so at ninety one minutes. Ninety one minutes. Uh, yeah, they came out and was like, uh, "That's time." I was like, "Cool, we've just entered our details on Longshanks." <laughs> so yeah, we played all the way to the end. Uh, what about your round two? So oh, so my- Mar- Martin doesn't have social the socials. Ah, okay. So my ranking, or I'm sorry, my second game was against Pete Gridley, who was playing Kingpin, um, Kingpin uh, Crimson. Yep. And we played Struggle for the Cube and Intrusions at 19 threat, 
And when the timer went off, they said, um, you know, finish the turn you're on. I finished the turn that I was on and <laughs> I was, I was playing. I finished the turn that I was on. I put my dice down. We added up the points and we ended the game at 16 to 16. Uh, <laughs> like 16 all tie at time. Yeah. I was, I was literally like, I was one point behind him. I think it was like 13, 14 or something like that. And we, uh, I, I was, I was like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And they were like dice down. I was like, fuck, I had one more move I needed to make to pull that guy off. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then I would have got, I would have gotten the, like a 17, 15 win, but, uh, yeah, so, so close. 16, 16. So you got draw. Got a draw. And then the very rare MCP draw in tournament play. Yeah. So, uh, round three, I was two and oh. I went in against Connor. Oh, oh Connor. What's up, Connor? Mysterium painting. Mysterium painting. Connor, what up, Connor? Yeah. So he was playing Kingpin Crimson. We played Research Station and Fisk. Connor got all in his head and was like, oh, God, he's going to play Cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh, God, what's going on? So I put Hulk on the table. Oh, he psyched himself out. Because Cosmic Ghost Rider does not do well on Mayor Fisk from yeah. the stun because it just ruins him. I bet. He gets no power all game. So, yeah, I did. Uh, so although I was playing Researcher, uh, Researcher and Fisk really favoured Kingpin. Yes, it did. Um, but I just held Hulk till last, jumped into the middle of the table, pushed someone off, threw someone away, like beat someone into the ground, like claim the objective, claim the objectives. Handled. I won sixteen four. Oh my god, Connor! Uh, Connor, Connor got real salty in this game. Oh, I bet he his dice were when his dice were hot. My dice were hot, so his hot dice didn't do anything. Uh, when my dice were hot, his dice were cold, and I ruined him. Oh no! Uh, and then when my dice were bad. His dice were bad, so it didn't do anything. Oh, so no. he had a real off game. He got real salty about it. He apologised for how salty he was. I completely understood because I would have been salty if that was happening <laughs> yes. to me in the final game of yep. the day. Uh, so I went three and zero. Oh, cool. Well, I played against uh, Joe Bartlett. Uh, it's, I played Joe last time we went down to Folkestone. Um, he's doing much better. He had some family issues uh, last time we were down there, and he's he was in a much better place this time. Uh, he was playing Nick Fury Shield. Uh, we played 18 Threat Hammers and Spider Portals, and um, I was able to pull out the victory for this one, 16 to 11. And um, Joe and I had a really good game. He's a cool guy, so uh, it was really nice to see him again. Um, yeah, so I went 1-1-1. One, one, and one, Nice. Which is, yeah. I, I would that's above five hundred, so I'm fine. Yeah. So my so at the end of the day, uh, I was three and zero. There was another three and zero player. Yeah. Let me yeah. guess who it was. It was Connor Rooney. It was Connor Rooney. Uh, and because we both had to play a pair down. Yep. Uh, but my pair down lost his final game, where Connor's pair down won. His final game. So on strength of schedule. So on strength of schedule, Connor just pipped me. Uh, so Connor took first, I took second. Yep. 
And you uh, you won a... Uh, yeah, and then Connor's pair down, Luke, took third. And Connor Stanford took fourth. Oh. So Mysterium Payton took fourth. Uh, and Coach took fifth. Oh, nice. I, I forgot that I took fifth. I thought I took a lot worse than that. Um, but I got a five-pound voucher, which is pretty sweet. What'd you get? A uh, ten-pound voucher. Atta girl. Yeah. I immediately used it to buy a um, map pack for Shatterpoint. Nice. Yeah. I spent mine on Pokemon cards for my nephew's birthday. Oh, lovely. So he got tennis worth of Pokemon cards added to his birthday present. Nice. Uh, and then we did what now? Uh, then we went uh, the following week. So in the new year, we went to the Crisis at Ragnarok event. Yes. And this had 18 players. So many dudes. It, and a chick. <laughs> it was real sweaty up there. Uh, so... Yeah, let's dive into these games nice and quick. Okay. Uh, what was your round one? My round one was against Mike Fieldmay. Uh, he was one of the Dormammu players uh, that was there. There were two Dormammu players, right? Yes. Did you end up... You didn't end up... I played both. You played both? Yeah. Um. So one of the Dormammu players there is... Uh, he's a mean person. And he hurt me before. So anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, Mike Fieldmay, I was so close, uh, but every t- it's just every time I would daze or beat down one of his guys, um, I he would drop the hammer and Dormammu would pick it up, and by the end of the game, you know, full healthy Dormammu, running around with four hammers, just couldn't do it for me. Uh, he ended up winning 17-14. to 14. Uh, We played Hammers and Mutant Madman. That's uh, so my round one was against Maria, uh, who we've played against. I think we're... Hang on. So first time we played, she beat me. The second time we played, I beat her. And then... I don't think... I can't remember if we've played since then. So maybe we were tired. But anyway. uh, So this time, it was... My Guardians of the Galaxy versus her Midnight Suns roster, mm-hmm. where we pulled Legacy Virus and Gamma Wave, and she chose 15 Threat. Okay. So I. Uh, well, no, so then she had a quick change up and played Defenders. Oh, okay. So she had her 15 Threat roster was. Strange with Doctor Strange with the Soul Stone, the Immortal Hulk, Wong. Yep. My fifteen threat was uh, Star Lord, Hulk, Rocket, and Groot. I think. Wait, yep, eleven? That no, that's fourteen. So it's not that. Oh, I know. Star Lord's four, not that. Not. It's no Star Lord's three. Yeah, Rocket and Groot. It's a nine. Rocket and Groot is 14. So it no, wasn't that. No, Rocket and Groot is five. Immortal Hulk. No, I don't have Immortal Hulk. I have Normal Hulk. Oh, okay. I know you had Rocket and Groot. What was my 15th threat? Maybe I didn't take Hulk then. Maybe I took... 
I have no idea what I took. <laughs> I can't remember now. Starlight. But anyway, I it I think I was four wide. Was I four wide? She was three wide. Uh, um, I can't remember. Maybe I took Bill. But anyway, I really don't remember now. We went twelve to ten. At the end of round six. <laughs> so it was a real, it was a low scoring game. One of our legacy virus yeah. remained where it was the whole game, the entire game, because we didn't have enough <laughs> models between us to stretch to that side of the board. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so it just stayed there. We were fighting over the gamma points and the um, the two legacy viruses on the side that we got. Uh, it seems like she like threw an entire wrench in your works. Uh, I don't know, really, because she thought I was going to play Cosmic, but I... Oh, no, I did play Cosmic Ghost Rider. That's what it was, then, because he's seven. Yeah. So, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Star-Lord, Rocket and Groot's 15. No, he's six as well. Is he six? He's six. He's the same Holy as Holy shit, he's a six? Yeah. So, what was my... I couldn't have played. I would have remembered if I played Hulk, Star Hulk, Cosmic Ghost Rider, and Star Lord. <laughs> no, you definitely had um, Rocket and Groot on the table. Oh, uh, over. Uh, yeah. <coughs> uh, did I have Rocket and Groot? Or did I have Rocket? You definitely had Rocket. Or did I have Rocket and Agent Venom? Might have been that. It might be. I'm pretty sure I was four wide and she was three. Um. But yeah, so I think I went Cosmic, Star Lord, Rocket, and it was either Agent Venom or Bill. Huh. I think it was Bill for an Eyes on the Prize play. But yeah, it was it was savage that game. It was real bloody. It was real low scoring, and we finished turn six, twelve to ten, and you won. I won. Cool. Well, my second second round game was against. Maria Valand, Island, Island, Valand, Valand, yes, Valand, uh, uh, Marifo, basically. Yeah. Um, she she was playing. She'd come off the loss to you, so she was playing me, who also lost. Uh, she chose to play uh, Midnight Suns, Blade, and Immortal Hulk. And I killed fucking Hulk three like twice. So you were playing Montessi and Deadly Meteors. Montessi, Deadly Meteors at seventeen threat. And she whooped my ass. Like, I, I killed Hulk, I don't know, twice. And uh, she healed him back up the first time. Obviously, it's what you do. The second time, he came back for with the immortal immortality token. And I could not get fucking 40 wounds off of him. So, I just couldn't do it. Uh, but yeah, 17 to 6, she beat me like a fucking government mule. It was terrible. And um, the thing about Maria is she, I love her painting. The, the like, every model she does, she has the rainbow stuff on. Yeah, so she, she's really into the mystical side of it. So she <coughs> plays, yeah, Defenders, uh, Midnight Suns, Convocation. Mm-hmm. So all of the magic-y swirliness on all the models is all rainbow painted. It's super cool. Uh, she did a really cool conversion for her black cat, where like she had like a guitar string instead of uh, uh, yeah a bit of wire, bit yeah. of wire, and then her black cat's like 
rappelling um, down it. Rappelling down that backwards instead of like Back jumping off over of things. Her. Yeah. Really, really cool. I'm going to steal that if I ever get a black cat. Uh, but yeah, she beat me up, but she was really cool. We talked a lot about painting afterwards. Uh, very, very kind lady. So I played Mike Field May and his Dark Dimension. Mm. So uh, I played your round one. You played my round one. Swapsies. So we played Spider Infected and Demons Downtown. So this was eight victory points on the table. Mm-hmm. He thought I was going to play Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. I did not. I played Hulk. Sucker. So we played at 19 threat. Uh, I had... So at this point, I had Rocket Groot, uh, Hulk, Star-Lord for 14, and Angela for 19. Nice. Um, so I could... Uh, so we did all our priorities. I looked at the boards, and then I... Asked him because so I had priority, so I asked him if he was happy with the side of the board he was on. Because and then he was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I get to choose." Uh, he looked and went, "Oh, can we swap sides?" I was like, "Fine." So he had the big size four piece of terrain near yeah. his deployment zone, and I was like, "Great." So my round one, uh, I went up with Angela, picked up a size three, smashed it into someone. I don't can't remember who it was. I think he used brace at that point. I was like, cool, great, it's out of the way. And then uh, and then right at the end of the turn, I had Hulk. And I was like, that big size four is right next to where Dormammu's going to be standing at the end of this turn. I was like, right. So I just double walked Hulk, yeah. picked up the size four, threw it into Black Cat. Yes. Like, you're not having this. No, <laughs> Not sir. at all. Not for you. Not at all. Uh and then did five damage to black, uh, no four damage to black cats. So didn't quite daze her, but then she had so much power that then she gets her two extra from Dormammu, and then takes damage and dazes herself in the power <laughs> phase because of Dormammu's leadership. Uh, so that worked out really well for me. Um, but yeah, so I denied him the big terrain for his smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he couldn't like unleash with Dormammu big turn straight away, which is where I, it got me because he played Smash with four hammers and I was just done. Yeah, it's just uh, so. Yeah, I think I put him on the back foot a bit. He then he got obsessed with trying to kill Rocket and Groot and Star Lord with Dormammu, but his target priority was always seemed to be off, so it he would attack. Rocket, but Rocket was in range of Groot, so it would hit Groot. But you couldn't then like follow it up against Groot because, and yeah. So then I would choose to take attacks on Rocket, and then he would wouldn't do enough damage to Day's Rocket, mm, okay. which is real difficult to not do. To not do, yeah. When you're rolling like eight dice or whatever, he is a raccoon. <laughs> like, he's yeah. a raccoon with a big ass gun, but he's a raccoon. Yeah. So he was, so he was sort of he's just ignoring the Hulk. So Hulk was just having free reign to destroying the rest of his team. Yeah, you're free to ignore Hulk all you want. But yeah, so I won seventeen to four. Okay. In that game. Damn. Uh, yeah. So round three, I. Uh, who did you get? I played against Andrew Andrew Nye, who nice. I, I end up playing every time we're there. Um, he was playing Red Skull, uh, Cabal, 
And we went hammers and infinity formula, 18 threat. And this was like the highest scoring game. I scored 20 to 16. So Ooh. huge, Savage. huge fucking game. And he, he was using old, old school Red Skull. Yeah. Not new Red Skull. Not new Red Skull. Or new, new Red Skull. Classic, classic Red Skull. Not the, he's using Red Skull one instead of two or three. So I got. William Benson, who also doesn't have uh, the socials, uh, and he's also playing Dormammu. Uh, so Will Benson is the guy the, who played uh, the first person I ever played against that had... Um, fuck, what's his name? Tiger King. Right. Malekith. Yep. And yeah, he fucking... Absolutely, jokingly smoked my ass in like three minutes with Malekith. Uh, yeah. So um, he that was a, at London, wasn't it? Yeah, that was at London. He's a mean person, and I don't, I don't like his face. <laughs> What'd you do with him? So he, uh, we played Montessi and Infinity Formula, eighteen threat. Uh, so he picked eighteen, um, and then. Uh, Infinity is the one where it's split to two sides. Yeah. So I sent Hulk and Star Lord up the left, and I sent Rocket, Groot, and Bill up the right. Okay. So Bill Bill went up the middle, grabs the middle point, and then come back towards the back. My back right, but I misplaced him just slightly. Um, which meant his bill could double walk up, pick my bill up, and throw him back to the middle of the table. Oh, no. So at which point Dormammu walks up and just smokes just Bill. absolutely clobbered him. Yeah, so again, I went with Hulk. I went with Hulk quite early in the turn. Yeah. Ra- just double moved him, picked up the size four piece of terrain, and threw it at the size three, and was like, you're not having this. Yeah, no thanks. So at which point he was like, cool, Dormami's not going over that side of the board anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so he then diverted over and just murdered my bill, and I was like, great, now I can't do anything. You should have walked Hulk over there and hit him with hit Dormammu with a size four. I probably couldn't get to Well, no, because I didn't want to power Dormammu up to get a spender off real early. <clears throat> So I just removed the smash opportunities from one side of the boards. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there was another size three over on the other side of the board, so he mm. went and smashed that. Yeah. And killed Bill in round two. Um, I then his team was really good though, like really good. So he had Dormammu, Bill, Heimdall, and Baron Zemo. Uh. And then he was using Heimdall to teleport Dormammu to get him further up. Um, and a base, it meant that I had Rocket and Groot, because Bill died turn two. So I had Rocket and Groot versus Bill, Zemo, and Dormammu on one side of the board. Ugh. And then he had Heimdall versus Star-Lord and, and Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Couple of mismatches. Yeah, my rocket and Groot survived quite well. I managed to get a turn of double spenders from Groot off, which then. So I killed Heimdall on my side. He used the Dark Dimension card to bring him back 
oh. on that side. So it was literally I had Rocket and Groot versus entire team. Oh no. <laughs> um. So at which point I, it was the turn I I was like, okay, I have to move those two other over. So they just double moved over and didn't do anything that round because they didn't quite make it to the other side. But then my Rocket, my Groot double spended Dormammu to throw Dormammu into the brand new Heimdall, which dazed him straight off. (laughs) And then threw him, I think, into Zemo as well, but I think Zemo survived. Or I think, oh, I just threw Dormammu away because he didn't realise that Groot's throw was non-size limited. Nice. uh, Which is really good for a three threat, but it costs like four or five power. Yeah. So it took, like, it was just double spender. This is what I'm doing this turn. You're... Yeah. So I'm going to throw your giant Dormammu into your other yeah. guys, which and is trying... pretty sweet. Yeah. So like, I did fairly well, held out. And then after that, both Rocket and Groot died. I was like, yeah, fair yeah, enough. <laughs> and then, yeah, so he he won. Uh, he won that game. 16-15. Oh. Yeah. Just, just behind. Yeah, it's that the that term where Hulk killed Heimdall, so couldn't do anything. He scored a point that that round, but then Star Lord had to double move to get over to that side of the board. Yeah, but didn't make it to a point to even contest. Mm. So yeah, it was just that being that one point behind. Because I think the rest of the game we were on parity the whole time. Mm. So it's just yeah, it's it was it sucked. Uh, it was real close. It was savage. He played really well. He had a really good team. Good. <clears throat> uh, then on my round four, I was sitting at a, a paltry one and two. Um, pug a time. It's, it's dog time, everybody. It's dog time, everybody. Hi, dogs. Come here, babies. Good boys. You going to be nice good boys today? Let's pause this and go give you a carrot. Uh, so my fourth game was against Darren. Uh, Darren's fucking cool. I like that guy. Uh, he and I have played a couple of times. He's a good dude. He was playing uh, Web Warriors with Miles. And we played Hammers and Mutant Madman. And at this point, I was fucking ready to go to sleep. And um, Not used to playing four games. Not used to playing four games. And uh, he won 19 to 10. Uh, spider foes are good. Or not spider foes. Web warriors are good. Uh, very, very good team. And like Miles, his leadership's very good. And at this point was when I decided that maybe Asgard's not the team for me right now. <laughs> so um, I was actually, we had a double Miles. We had a Miles off uh, in this. Oh, yeah, because I lent you Miles, didn't I? If there's an extra runner. Yep. Uh, so I had him grab a hammer. And, um, he was, yeah, he was doing really well. Uh, I had some bad dice rolling at the end. I had a spot where if I had just gotten off Miles throw, I could have dazed his Miles, um, killed his ghost spider and, uh, had a two point flip. And I, not only did I not get off his throw against his Miles, I did not do any, any damage with uh, Miles Spender. So, was a whole thing. was a whole thing. Cool. But yeah, so... No, it was not cool. It sucked. Well, <laughs> yeah, but playing against Darren, like, 
Web Warriors have become really popular again. Web Warriors are really in good London. team. Yes, they are. But suddenly in London, Web Warriors have become very popular. Yeah. I think it's because of Pat, but because Pat took them to France for an event. Oh, hello, Frankie. Not in the mic. Rawr. But yeah, so anyway, um, I played Jamie Mutant Freak again. Love that guy. So this is like the third time I've played him in four events in a row. Oh, wow. So um, there were so many people there that like I didn't even get to say hi to Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was playing X-Men Storm, X-Men Gold. Uh, we played Scrolls and Mutant Mad Men at 20 Threat. He was like, he saw I was playing Guardians and was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, I'm probably the one X-Men player in the world who doesn't think Cosmic Ghost Rider's broken. <laughs> uh, at which point we pulled out eight victory points worth of objectives. And I'm like, I'm not playing Cosmic Ghost Rider not anyway. playing him anyway. Hold so, on, hold on a second. So you're round four. Yeah, so I didn't play Cosmic Ghost Rider. I played Hulk uh, for this. So, yeah, Mutant, Mad Men, and Scrolls, eight points. Uh, so I played like Hulk with uh, Angela and Agent Venom. Uh, and then I think I hit Star Lord and Rocket to round out points. Um, to there because so I've got a bunch of movements so I can move around flip points because it was pay to flip. Um, this game, this game was mental. Um, <laughs> okay, it like I I got ahead on the pay to flips, which is mad against X Men. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think it was like four three round one. Um, and then I, I think round two, I dazed a whole bunch of his team. He went a bit mad. So I went up even higher. Um, I think I went up to like nine victory points by the end of that round. And then, so it all went screwy. I, I gained priority. Um, so I had just, so I like, did my power phase and then dive straight in yeah. to the turn, not moving the score counter. Oh no. Uh, and then, so we started playing round four. Um, and then Jamie looks over at the scoreboard and goes, is that score right? And I look at it and I look at my score and be like, um, 14 points. I was like, yeah, that's right. Cause I scored five last round. So I went from nine to 14. Yeah. And he looked at his and went, "My score's not right." And I was like, "I was like, no, it's not." And then, and then we then at which point Andrew, who's playing on the table next to us, goes, "I moved your scoreboard." Oh no! Because <laughs> he's like, "I thought that was ours," and I was like, "I was like, oh." And I, at which point, me and Jamie start like. Literally, we start going over every move from turn three, you know, like God. over it, and then we get to the point where we look at it, and it was I was on fourteen, I think he was on. It was like fourteen to nine, mm-hmm. but and then he looks over at my cards and he goes, he goes, "You win, no matter what I do now." 
Because I I was hold I because I was holding the two objectives and there was points flipped my way. So regardless of what he did with the number of activations he had left, like he had to like kill Hulk. Yeah. Which Hulk wasn't hurt mm. at all because he'd been ignoring him, I think. Or like so yeah, and he's like, There's nothing I can do. And at which point we just like we both go over it and we go over it multiple times and we're like, the score is fourteen to nine, I'm holding two objectives. Yeah. He's like and I've got points for it. And he's like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it got all a bit screwy, like both of us we both forgot like both didn't do the score counter. And then Andrew moved the counters, but they were more or less in the right position. Yeah. But not quite. Uh, enough to enough to pucker your butthole when you saw that somebody else had moved your shit, yeah. But but yeah, we worked out that I was definitely on fourteen that round, and then it was where because I think it, it it was currently fourteen to seven was how the tokens were laying. Yeah. And Jamie was like, "That's not right, is it?" And I was like, "I was like, I looked at it and I was like, I think." So. And then I looked at where his and was like, "No, yours is not in the right place." Yeah. So yeah, we were like. <clears throat> And then, yeah, so it was a bit of a deflated at the end, like a bit of bad feelings uh, at the end because like, obviously if he'd known I was only two points away, he would have played differently yeah. that round. And yeah, it was just a a big cock up, end of the day, tiredness, yeah, all that nonsense. But yeah, so I won. I won that game 16 to... Oh, my phone went unlock. 16-13. Uh, uh, at the end of turn four, so you went. So I won three and one. I went three and one. Nice. So that's seven competitive games with the Guardians. Eight logged on Longshanks, mm-hmm. and I've lost two of those. So one at events and one casual game. I lost um, both of those playing Infinity Formula. Hmm. So uh, I've had a, a chat with. Um, you right there, Teddy. Wheezy old man. Uh, so I've had a chat with Mandalorian Orange, the guy who wrote the list. Um, and then we've... Oh, God, Pugs. We Yeah, he's told me how he's changed the list. Uh, he said that he's dropped Infinity Formula as well uh, because of his his reasoning was... Web Warriors are just too good at it. Yeah, that makes sense. And Web Warriors are he's the hardest matchup for that roster he's mm-hmm. found. Um, and then because uh, your your losses weren't against. So my was against you playing Asgard, but I, that's because I really messed yeah, up team construction and was playing Cosmic Ghost Rider on Mare Fisk. Yeah. Then my other one was that was, uh, and then this was Infinity Formula. Um, but it was Dormammu. But it was against Dormammu, but he's it was a really good player. It was yes, my he's a good player, but it, it was how I split my team, and I really wasn't happy with how I how splitting that team was because of that whole turn. Mm. Even with how fast my characters can be, it's a whole turn of not scoring to move, and that's what cost me the game. Yeah. So I, I think I'm gonna swap. Infinity out for intrusions. Okay. Because, yeah, it brings people to the midline, which is where I want them. Yeah. 
and stuff. Uh, there's not so much of a split. I quite it's it's fewer points, so it's three points instead of four. Um, so I quite like that. Um, quite so right. yeah, I'm considering doing that change. But the other changes he suggested are crazy. Well, I mean, he, he knows the list better he, than you. He's he's dropped Rocket and Groot and Deadly Duo. Get out of here! And, what? And he's put in Drax and Bullseye as a three and a two. So he's even he's down out. He's only down to seven Guardian characters and three splashes. But yeah, he's saying I play. He plays Rocket and Groot in fewer and fewer games. Um, he said Drax Drax does really well Drax is good um, and slept on Bullseye as a two threat is more a lot more mobile than Rocket and does a similar job yeah that's and, a, and is a bit more survivable that's a good point but good point. I, I don't think I'm going to do that I'm going to keep Rocket and Groot because it's Rocket and Groot yeah but I think I'm going to swap the, the swap the mission out see how that goes uh, for when we get to the mutant weekender in a few weeks' time. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty apt. Phone on. Get out of here. I don't know how unprofessional. This phone, fucking this phone. Even when it's on silent, it makes noise. I don't get it. I, sh- I hate iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like the mutant weekender is going to be a ton of fun. I've I've got that Friday off. I'm just going to make sure everybody is good to watch the boys and stuff like that while Donna's at work. Uh, it should be awesome. Mm-hmm. Where's that at again? It's in. It's near Elephant and Castle, so it's near Bad Moon. Oh, okay, cool. So it's southeast one in a pub. Awesome. Yeah. Um. And then what's the other? Uh, that that event is going to be mental. Norbert has like have, has acquired so many sponsorships for prize support. It's nice. unreal. Very cool. There's like there's like mats and there's like even AMG have given prize support. Like shit, really? Yeah, and loads of stuff. He's got yeah, he's got like mats and paints and. Tokens and measuring stick and loads of stuff, absolutely loads, tons. Well, you and I, you and I need to dojo for this quite a bit because I, we wrote a brand new X Force roster for me because uh, just nothing's working lately, and uh, so I decided to go back to mutants, back to back to my first love, uh, the mutants. So we'll see what I can do. We're gonna play some X Force. Um, I'm. I know you say that they're like super badass, but I don't know how just like one reroll per turn can be that badass of a fucking. It's not just that. It's like Wolverine got some good upgrades, so he's a lot more killy. Yeah, uh, that it helps with his consistency. Just the one reroll helps. The ignoring cover really helps, um, and then Cable is just a murder machine now. He's so much more of a murder machine than he was. Good, and his rules. His new rules lend towards playing him better. <laughs> so not keeping him right back at range four. Yeah. Getting him in at range three for even more re-rolls to make him more consistent. And then he's in range for using his really strong throw. Okay. So you're getting a lot more out of him. And then because his damage from his builder is more consistent, he's got more power to use his throw to 
Body to slow. use his defensive stuff. He's got he generates a lot of power, so he can do a lot. That's good. So that's that's why cables become a lot better because he's now more consistent. Cool. That's good. So yeah. Um <clears throat> yeah, we're going to be playing a lot of that uh shortly because that's going to be uh what I'm taking for the weekender, so we got like a month to get me in in fucking shape for it. Or not a month, it's a couple weeks, isn't it? Uh yeah, so two weeks? It's the first weekend of February. Yeah, two weeks. So yeah. To get in shape for that. Um so that's good. And that's gonna be like our big February trip because for the last two years we've had a big February trip to Wales. And there is no big February trip to Wales this year, which is sad. But that does lead us to our uh subject today, which is you know, 2023, the year in hobby, basically. Yeah. Um, so, how do you want to do this? You want to break it down by month? What do you want to talk about, really? Well, so, my... So, yeah, th- this was my idea. So, my 2023, it started out playing Heresy. Yeah. We went to two events mm-hmm. very early in the year. One down with Attrition Gaming down mm-hmm. in... Eastley, and then one in Cardiff. We- at this point, neither one of us really was feeling heresy. Uh, I mean, like, it's just not, it's not really been a thing for us for like over a year now. No, so I I didn't even realize I had tickets to the Eastley event. Yeah. Um, my, uh, I was, at that point, I'd written a really fun looking list that I wanted to take to Cardiff, I was trying to get it printed, but my printer shit the bed yeah. hard, yeah. and it just died on me. I was at this point, I was ready to quit the hobby yeah, I completely. Remember, I remember I you, was, were, you barely were able to keep your hobby streak alive because you were just yeah. like, "I moved this over here and glued it." That's my hobby streak tonight. I'm yeah, I, I did my half hour. Like it was just gluing some stuff, fixing some broken things. It was putting a base coat on. It was real bad. I was ready to quit at that point. Um, and then suddenly this ticket that I didn't know I had sort of come up and Guy was telling me that I had to get ready for an event that weekend. So it got all a bit manic, uh, which I think was good because it got me playing Heresy with a me- faction I love, the Mechanicum, uh, and it, even though I learned, I lost all every game with my Mechanicum, at that event, I it got the system reignited in me for when we went to Wales. Yeah, and then we went to Wales, which was amazing. Wales was always fun. Um, very sad there's no Wales trip this year, but uh, yeah, just getting a shared house and playing loads of games, board games, and like, stuff. Or playing games Marvel, all night, and hobbying together to get stuff ready yeah. for the next day, like. Yeah, it's, it's just awesome that that experience. The the it's, it's that's the community, that's the brotherhood, that's the the fun that you have as a as a a team or a a club, you know. Yeah, so that was a real highlight of the year that the Wales trip. So yeah, that's one of my two was, big highlights of like, the year. The event was great. Keith did a really good job getting the event running. It was it was loads of fun, 
but the event was not the highlight of that trip. No, you're you're right. It was it was it's the whole experience. The whole experience, seeing people uh, that we only see a couple times a year, if if at all. Um, people like Keith specifically, seeing Keith, um, getting Ben out of the house for for an event that he barely ever does. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was fun. Uh, you know, finding one with a six by four table. Again, so that we could play more Marvel on the uh, on the trip, uh, the Welsh Chinese food. Yeah, <laughs> like for some reason the Welsh Chinese food is really good. That place. Um, yeah, that's that. The whole weekend is fantastic. Yeah, and there was there was even more of us in the house that year as well, wasn't there? Because yeah. guy guy come and Ben guy and Ben came with us mm-hmm. that time. So yeah, it's it's awesome. Like. It's a fully dedicated hobby weekend. It's great. Yeah. Lads weekend, lads, lads, lads. So, but that was a highlight and a low light for you. Well, yeah. So the 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 printer dying, just as I had all of my keen ready, was terrible, as I said. But yeah. and then because the printer was so tied into that plan, and then I don't like it when my plans have to change in that anyway. Uh, it's just a part of who I am, uh, and then. Um, but yeah, so that but that weekend was awesome. Uh, so thankfully, I was teamed with Guy, and Guy's got a million points uh, of Heresy Raven Guard. So and that's what we were planning to play. So I just played what Guy told me to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, like I, I sort of wrote a list, a theme. I wrote a theme. Guy wrote a list, and then Guy changed the list, <laughs> and was like, "This is what." Uh, like tweaked it it was like this is what we were playing I'm like cool fine real happy with that at which point we got Guy into playing Marvel yes yes we did so that leads us into the spring yeah so we were playing a lot of Marvel yes uh, actually spring April's when I went to my first uh, event April's the April Ragnarok event was my first uh, Marvel event yeah so we finally got you to play Competitively, yeah, which sucks. I hate it, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that was so the spring, spring, uh, spring Ragnarok event, and then that went to also the their spring, their big quarterly event, their big quarterly event for the spring. Those are my first two, and then yeah, we so I was playing a force. I was my scores were steadily declining. As I was being indecisive with the roster and stuff like that, I was I was changing the roster between every event. Event results were declining with them. My I was there was a lot of releases for them that I was trying to try out and cram in, and the changing the play style. And I'd played them solidly for a year. Yeah, uh, and that then was the perfect time to swap out the roster uh, and play something completely new yeah. for me, which was Immortal Hulk came out and Midnight Suns. I played Midnight Suns. Yeah. And they were great. They were loads of fun. They it are really, really, really fun. Really reignited like the joy of the game for me because, again, it was getting, like, it was stressful and not... Like of 
a bit like playing the games were fun with the A4 still, but then the results were stressing me out because of I'm a competitive person, which just but it broke that cycle. And I play my Midnight Suns roster changed very little from yeah. start to finish. You only swapped out like two people the entire time. I think I, yeah, I think there was there was yeah two characters that got swapped out, maybe three, but yeah, it was very few. And it was mainly swapping the same characters out. Um, but yeah, so I think over time, my... Yeah, from the very first time I played them, I had Ghost Spider in the roster, but she got swapped out for Mystique. Um, and then I had I, I had Moon Knight, but I swapped Moon Knight for Bucky, because Bucky did a similar role, but had a longer range. And then Bucky got nerfed nearer the end, so I swapped him out for Iron Man to do a similar role. Um, and then and put in the new Stark Armory card because it was a, had a cute combination with Siege of Darkness. I think I pulled it off twice, <laughs> which was fun. Um, but yeah, my roster changed very few times throughout the 40 games I played them. Yeah, like, well, more than forty. Well, was, yeah, the forty four, competitive the th- games, thirty-eight competitive games, and then yeah, whatever. However many casual ones. It's snoring puppy time. It won't settle out there. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we get into summertime. Yeah, so I was still playing Midnight Suns. Yep. Uh, I had swapped the armies like three or four times at that point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, but then you got into the swing of playing competitive yeah, at events. Um, I, I think the thing with competitive at events for me is I'll lose my first few games, and then by the third game I'm in the bottom where I belong with people who are playing at my level. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, the, the joy of Swiss. Yeah. Um, that's something about the Mutant Weekend that I'll talk about in a bit that I think will be quite fun for you. The, uh, but yeah, the, so I played Midnight Suns pretty much all the way till the end of the year. Um, and I enjoyed them the whole way. Really enjoy playing them. I'm going to give them a shot pretty soon. We, um, yeah. I, I love the Midnight Suns. I do. Uh, like the idea of like monster hunting superheroes is a thing for me. So like that will be a team that I, Probably towards beginning of next year, because I think what I'm going to do is um, do a slow grow for Crimson this year, and that'll be my project for this year is to get get Crimson together. Well, if you want to play Crimson or Midnight Suns, you can just play mine. Well, yeah, but that's in, not what I want to do for Crimson. Fair enough. I want to do something special for Crimson. That's going to take a while. i got to find someone who has a 3D printer that I can use quite often. <clears throat> Fair enough. But, yeah. So, but the, but yeah. So throughout the, the year, I pretty from that point on, I think I played two games of Heresy with Tony, uh, and that's about it. But then I also played a bunch of Malifaux with Andy. Yep. Um. So again, our buddies who don't have social media, they're pain in the butt. Yep. But, um. Yeah, which which really reignited his love of gaming um, because he's got really excited about 
Malifos, he's been hunting kits that he wants. Uh, he's been buying them up, getting them prepped and ready for painting, and has been painting a bunch of stuff. He's, uh, and then it's also gotten his his uh, spark for gaming going again, where he's actually wants to play the Walking Dead game as a campaign through with me doing all the story encounters and stuff, which will be really fun. So he's like currently painting up all the early characters from the comics. So like uh, Morgan and Dwight and, uh, I mean, really it's just black uh, and white, isn't it? Like that's how you should do it. Well, so he's, he's painting all the characters in color, like the, the living characters. Yeah. But then he's, he's still undecided about, he wants to do the zombies, but, he the current winning choice is black and white like the comics. That would all be the zombies. Cool. That would be so cool. Yeah, I know. I think so as well. I think it would be absolutely awesome. Um so yeah, hopefully that's gonna be what he sells on. But yeah, he wants to play play that campaign through, especially because they're bringing it back as well. Oh cool. Um yeah, a few, about two months ago they uh, they, I keep saying they because I can't remember what company it is, <laughs> but they, um, yeah, they said they're going to bring it back with uh, new factions, like up to the, the release, the final factions of the game, which will be exciting, huh? Ah, uh, Mantic Games, okay, of course, it is. So, yeah, returning 2024, uh, The Walking Dead All Out War. And they're bringing out the Commonwealth, who are the final sort of bad guys-ish. Which I don't know all, who that is. They look like stormtroopers. Oh, cool. And they're trying to keep like the American way of life together. Okay. That's um, good. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I've, I I have the Malifaux bug now as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely want to play that. Um, well, yeah, I, it got me to paint a whole bunch of Malifaux minis yeah. this year. Like well, anyone th- who's listened to the podcast knows that for sure. Like thirty gremlins. Yeah. Um, I think this year has this year's really proven to me that like I think skirmish games are the way to go for me. Uh, I do I like I liked playing Heresy and stuff like that, but I think my favorite part of Heresy was building and painting um, themed armies, themed armies, and and specific characters inside those armies and stuff like that. And I, it's just so much easier to do with uh, skirmish games. You know, you can you can come up with like cool characters and make them all like bespoke minis and stuff like that. And so yeah, this the last like I'd say maybe a year and a half has really proven to me that like skirmish is kind of where my heart's at. Like I want to kit bash a character and paint it up and take it out and do things with it. So that's my whole thing. I think that's why I, I love MCP. I love Shatterpoint. I love, um, you know, blood bowl. I love, you know, um, Mordheim. Um, I'm, I'm in really into the idea of Malifaux right now. So like, that's just what I want to do. You know, I dig it. Um, and yeah, uh, summertime, summertime was when Shatterpoint came out. I did buy the box set for Shatterpoint. Uh, I painted all the minis for it and someone was supposed to paint the terrain. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's literally, it's in the queue of stuff. It's, it's on my perception of things I need to do. (laughs) So it's, it's, 
I think because obviously I'm getting some terrain ready for the mutant weekend after in a couple of weeks' time. Um, cause we're taking a bunch of tables to that, by the way. Okay. Because uh, there's prizes. For that. that. So prizes for best table. Yeah. Sick. Um, and then we're. Um, but yeah, so that's why I'm on a terrain kick at the moment. Uh, and then I've got that Damamu and stuff I've got to paint. But yeah, so it's it's like within the top, the next five jobs <laughs> I've got to do. Well, uh, so so currently because obviously my my MCP roster is pretty set. So I haven't got to paint anything for that at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, it's we're pretty set, and that's good uh, for like yeah, like terrain and stuff like that. But the so. plan is to run our own MCP events soon. Get back to running events for 2024. That's one of uh, one of my um, personal goals for 2024. Anyway, uh, yeah, the the plan, the resolution is to run some events. run some events in 2024. So. Uh, we want to get more tables together for that. You've got a bunch right now that you're in the middle of uh, building or have built, which is awesome. You've fucking powered through those. Um, and that's the idea. Like, run some MCP events, uh, run a Blood Bowl event, at least one. Uh, I'm doing in June. And, uh, yeah, like... <laughs> that's a 2024 episode, so we won't bother yeah. with that too much but yeah you've been really killing it so yeah shatterpoint came out in the summertime um the game itself feels kind of in flux at the moment like um it i had a lot of like excitement for it when it first came out i still really do but we just don't play it and i don't know a lot of people that do play it right now and i feel like it needs time to grow well, like yeah. uh, mcp did yes i think it seems um AMG went really quiet over the holiday periods. Yeah. And now suddenly we're in the beginning of January and they've just unleashed a flood of pre-orders for both uh, MCP and Shatterpoint, like all their games. Yep. So I don't know what kind of business model that is, but it seems a bit off that there was nothing for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because now the Ewoks are ready to... Plocoon uh, Plo Plo box, uh, the Vader box, uh, and the Bad Back. They've all gone on pre-order. Everything's yeah. gone on pre-order. Like the, the mutants, Return of the Jedi, some more yeah. mutants. Um, yeah, loads, loads of stuff has all gone pre-order. Like all at the same time for between for between now and March. Yeah. Like, loads of stuff has all suddenly come out. And you're like, why did none of this come out at Christmas? I cannot wait for that box. Why did we not get Vader at Christmas? Because, like, that, everyone would have had that everyone for Christmas. Everyone would have fucking had that for Christmas. Uh, the Return of the Jedi box with Luke and, and um, Bosk and uh, yeah. Bar2D2, you know? People would have loved that. Mm. But, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, like, we played a bunch... Well, I didn't play any for a while. But you played... A bunch of Shatterpoint, and you really enjoyed the game. I do love the game. It needs, it needs to grow. It needs yeah. to grow. There, like we, like I said before, we didn't join MCP at the beginning. It took like a, a two years before we got into About it. A year and a half, yeah. So yeah, I think um, if we give 
Shatterpoint a little bit of time to grow and find its its footing. I think it'll be in a good place in about a year from now. Um, I just got to keep it alive till then. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think the IP is too strong and people have already invested money in it. So I don't think it's going to flop within the next year, but definitely needs time to find its footing. Yeah. I know there's like uh, events in like Swindon and stuff like that. So they're just a bit far for one day and stuff. So there are events for it. So that brings us to fall. Fall. Uh, so at the beginning of the fall was my other big thing that I, uh, my, my other big uh, favorite part of the year. The um, Thanksgiving, but well, yes, Thanksgiving definitely. No, but the uh, my the the Blood Bowl Bromley Blood Bowl League birthday bash. Yes, which I fucking love every year. It's so much fun. There's tons of games, tons of people, great food, great camaraderie, and again this year you didn't come. It's because I didn't really know about it until like the week before or day before, and I probably had plans. <laughs> Well, uh, it's a it's a ton of fun, so you should make sure you come this year. We'll grill out burgers and stuff like that, and uh, play Blood Bowl. And so the new league has started, hasn't it? No, not yet. Oh, okay. We're finishing up the league from last year. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll join the new league. Yeah, join the when the new league should start in the springtime. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's um, and you don't have to be a member of the BBBBBL to come to the fucking barbecue just come and hang out it is an officially sponsored throwing dice podcast event now right. <laughs> cost of cost of entrance is i don't know fucking burgers or something mm. but uh yeah so that's that's my other highlight of the of the year it's always fun this year was my 40th birthday and uh, everybody bought me a cake and it was really nice um the league turned seven the uh yeah, it was just a, it was a great time. Uh, a couple of weeks after that, Paul uh, had his birthday, and it was just it was so much fun. I fucking love uh, that. And then, then the the other uh, another big highlight of the year for me happened in the fall, and that was uh, I took two weeks off from uh, Halloween to like mid November. And I just fucking painted every model I fucking owned. <laughs> it was it was nuts. I painted uh, so many MCP minis. I paint. I have no MCP minis currently. I did just order some, but uh, currently, like even to this day, I still have no uh, MCP minis that need painting. Uh, I painted every Blood Bowl mini I had. I uh, have since bought. I've I've since built a slow bowl, slow grow team for halflings. It's not quite finished yet. Um, so they're not painted because they're not finished being bought. But then uh, the the lizard team that I have is the only team I have currently outstanding, and it's being painted as we speak. And uh, I haven't bought any new Shatterpoint stuff. Um, I did get some for Christmas, so it's being painted right now as we speak. So um, that sort of stuff like that. So it's it's that was a, hu- a huge highlight for me. It's never been a time in my life where I've I've had a lack of models to like paint for games that I'm playing religiously. Um, so yeah, every, everything like that was huge. So huge for me. It was, I was so much fun to look and be like, look what I've done in the last like 15 days or whatever. I fucking smoked this, you know, lots of fun. How about your fall? Uh, it was all right. 
<laughs> nothing nothing major happened. I, I played a whole bunch more MCP. Loads played a of ton it. of MCP. Um, and then I... Yeah, like I think we played some Shatterpoint. I think it was the first time I played Shatterpoint with my droids. We had a bunch of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm actually quite excited to try out the new mission pack and see what that's like. Um, but yeah, so... I'm still being uh, stubborn, and I'm not going to play anything but droids. So, I mean, that's completely fair. Like Clone Wars droids, uh, and then. Um, so you don't want the bar two D two? No, no, I don't. Um, and then yeah, so yeah, we, we had a bunch of fun, but my main focus was Marvel. I mean, yeah, your main focus has been Marvel for a year. Yeah, so I, I think I I played. Yeah, you with a whole bunch of different random rosters. Um, yep. Because, yeah, we got... Was this when we had Mini Extravaganza? So we got all the previews of what was to come for Marvel and um, uh, Shadowpoint, and we all got really excited, and then nothing came out. And nothing came out. It's so weird to, like... And we got think- the, the new Core Box was announced, so, yeah, around new, uh, yeah. September, and it came out in October. It's so weird. Like I, I feel like we are stuck in like a GW hole, basically. Like I'm so used to when I see things, it's out in two weeks. Yeah. You know, like that. That was why when you said like, uh, oh, uh, pre-orders are up for um, Bishop and uh, is it Bishop and Nightcrawler? Yeah, in March. Yeah, and it, you were like, pre-orders are out for Bishop and Nightcrawler, and I was like, cool, so in a couple of weeks, and you were like, no, 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 March. March. Fucking what? Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, so again, it's a different business model. But yeah, I think GW did spoil us uh, with, Although, their, with their pre-orders. Yes and no, because not knowing is part of the GW business model, and that kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. But I don't know. We can talk about that. But like the the whole like we don't have a new Blood Bowl team announced for this year. We'll probably get one. There were two released last year. There were four released the year before. But like when will it come? Yeah. Fucking who knows? What will it be? Fucking who knows? Yeah. And also the GW well, we we don't need to talk about it, but like the the things coming out now would have been the things that were being planned during lockdown. Yeah. So that when concept work would have been done in lockdown, so who knows when the slowdown and how long it'll last. Yeah. But then, um, anyway, winter. Yeah, winter. Winter time. We got to winter 2023. I played a whole bunch more Marvel. Yeah, big surprise. This is the Marvel year in review. I, I played, yeah, so much Marvel. Midnight Suns all the way until... Christmas. I play Midnight Suns. Yeah, all from spring to Christmas. I played nothing but Midnight Suns at events. Um, my win rate was like, I think it was up in the high 60s. I think it dropped down to mid 55 or something nearer the end. Um, but that's because like everything but Midnight Suns got a massive buff. <laughs> in the, the in the uh, blade in the got review. a massive buff. No, he didn't. Blade got a movement trigger. 
And that was it. That was the only thing that changed. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, the, and then to be honest, it's like two of my models got nerfed, but it, it was fine. I didn't take them out of the roster. I took one nerfed model out of the three. Took Buggy out, yeah. Yeah. Um, and put in Iron Man at the end. I was still having lots of fun. I was questioning Iron, like I'm including Iron Man. And then at an event, and then the very next game, I played him. I was like, actually, no, he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's. Um, it was yeah, he's really good. Iron Man's fucking yeah. awesome. I was like, is when is there ever a time where I'm going to play Mystique and Iron Man together? Uh, and then suddenly, the next very next game, I played both of them, <laughs> and I was like, oh, actually, this is where. <laughs> yeah, I think so. For me, when I took um, to that last event, when I took Asgard with four different splashes. I was just like, am I even really fucking playing Asgard right now? Like, I need uh, to play something else. So, yeah. Um, you know what I've never played? I've never sat down and tried to play um, Avengers. There's so many different Avengers models that you can run. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be pretty fun. Maybe I'll do that soon. Um, but, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I finished off the year playing Guardians. Uh, as my lead into this year. How many games have you... What games... How many different game systems have you played this year? So we played... So I so Heresy, Marvel, Malifaux. One game of Gaslands. One game of Gaslands. Uh, Shatterpoint. Uh, I think that's it. Blood Bowl. Oh, Blood Bowl. So six. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad at all. I mean, if you if you take the oh no, and more time, and more I time. played a whole more time campaign. I forgot yeah. about that. That was in the summer, summer to yeah. summer to autumn. That was what an eight week, eight week more time campaign. That's fucking awesome. Or I missed the final. I yeah. wish I could play an eight week more time campaign so bad. I love more time. I love more time. I've been watching like tons of more time bat reps and stuff like that. And, they're like, so fun. People building more time they're boards not, and stuff. It's yeah, so they're, cool. They're nice and quick. They're f- like games are quick. They're fun. It's great. Um, but yeah, so I did seeing what other people have done for have. their minis and stuff like that. Like who's representing what, how I love, oh, fuck. I love more yeah, time. I didn't, didn't build or paint anything for it. It was perfect. <laughs> didn't need to. Everything was done. Everything was done. Yeah. I've I've still got a few. I've got five little Mordheim models that need finished for my what are they flagellants? Yeah. For for my witch hunters, and my witch hunter general, she's gonna be. Um, she's gotta go, and then my witch hunter army is done, and we'll get some games in the second they are. So you've got, you've kept a running list of what you've done. Yes. This year, as far as hobby, so please hit me with it. Yes. Yeah, so, in twenty twenty three. I painted a total of 173 models. So that's fully completed. Those are not terrain pieces. Those are character models. Char- uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Playable. Mod- playable models. Yeah. Uh, and they are fully painted. They're not even just just painted to a tabletop standard. They are painted. Yeah. Uh, and then I've also painted, uh, built... And painted three tables worth of terrain. Um, so, uh, since I've started my hobby streak, this is 
So I've done four years of hobby streak in a row. No breaks. This is the most amount of terrain I've ever painted in a year. Mm-hmm. And this is the... Second or third most? The third most models. So it's... the f- It's... More than the first year of the hobby streak. Yeah. This year is higher, both terrain and models, than the first year. Uh, 2021, I painted 236 models. Because you had nothing else to do but sit down and paint fucking (laughs) army models. Yeah. Also, there was a hell of a lot of militia. It was like a hundred and something militia models. That's, yes, also a thing. Yeah. So, that was Horde Army painting. 2022, I painted 196 models, so not as many, but that's where we stopped playing Heresy and started playing Marvel. Yeah. So this year, out of those 170 models, 173, there's about so 80 of them, so mm-hmm. less than half, are rank and file troops for yeah. fantasy. So there are 80 fantasy models. The rest of them are single characters. Yeah. For skirmish games. And that's why I said like you got to change your fucking your your rankings, man, because like you're putting more effort into single character models and that's the the main game that you play is for single character models. You know, so yeah. each each one of those that you make is an HQ choice or something, you know? Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, I just don't, don't want that added admin. <laughs> just keeping track is hard enough. That's fair. Um, so, but yeah, so this year I've paid the most amount of terrain, and that's because we are prepping to run Marvel events. Yep. I need to come up with what I want to do for a second table. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah, I've got, two more tables in the pipeline so one is currently being 3D printed all the terrain oh really the plash, crashed plane oh the crashed plane one yes 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 that um, uh, Connor, Connor Mysterium painting yeah, Connor what so, Connor I, I, painting. so I've got a map for that uh, and then Connor is painting uh, printing the terrain for me and then the uh, and then all the new core box terrain plus some extra bits I bought in the sales, um, like some garbage trucks and stuff like that, will go on a fourth city table. So I need another map for that. Damn. So that'll bring so, us to four, five, six, seven. So seven, my seven. Yep. Plus your eighth. Eight. Uh, for Connor, the Weapon X. Yeah. Uh, Connor, Connor has, has a city, another city one. Yep. Guy has two cities, ones, because Guy's just acquired all the Marvel stuff in the last year. So that's 11, and then Jamie's got one or two, I think? I think So G- Jamie's got some core box stuff, So and then he's... He's got a painted... But he's he wants a... a high, he's doing a Hydro table. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because he's got like a Quinjet and stuff as well, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so Jamie's got one, but he's doing a Hydro table as well. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's like 13. 13 tables. That's 26 players. That's a pretty good event. Yeah, just need 16 tables, and that's a five-round event. Oh, shit. 
Okay, well, uh, you heard it here first, folks. Get, buy your tickets now. Yeah, 32 players is five rounds. That's oh, fucking good. One one ultimate winner champion. The The funny thing about events that uh, that we run, though, is that Grant can't play in them. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll only sell 31 tickets, so you have no choice. Yeah. you got to be the man on the inside. Yes. Marvel's right. pretty simple uh, to play. It's real self-explanatory. Yeah. The rule system is pretty good that way. Yep. But yeah. Great, super clean rule. So, yeah, along with those models, I attended a total of 18 single-day events. Jeepers creepers. And a two-day event in Wales. Yep. Uh, as well as an eight-week-long time campaign. God, that's pretty good, man. Um. That's so, more. That's you said. That's more than you've ever. That's, that's the most amount of events I've ever attended in a year. Fuck. So that was yeah, seven, seventeen Marvel events, and then, uh, yeah, a, a single day heresy event, a two day heresy event, and then an eight week campaign. Seventeen Marvel events is an average of one and a half events per a month. month. Yeah. And that's not counting casual games days and things like that. Yeah, like because we went to Folkestone what six times or yeah. something. So yeah, maybe a few, a couple less than that. But yeah, we've done casual game days. We've done, we had that game game day at my house for my birthday for a whole bunch of games. We've done we've done a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that was the day where I convinced Andy that he needs to buy a Hero Quest so that I can play Hero Quest. <laughs> And he's been. I think he's getting ready to paint up his Hero Quest box that he got for Christmas. That's awesome. Rafe has been um, painting his Hero Quest. He got Hero Quest box when I think he got two of the expansions as well. Mm. And he's painting it all, and he keeps showing it to me, and I'm just like, "Fuck, I want to play Hero Quest." Yeah. And then, so, and then my final thing for my year of 2023 is out of my top nine. Six of them are heresy posts. <laughs> One of them's more time, and two of them are Marvel. Wow! So, so what you, have you even though all of my Marvel, all of my like ninety percent of my content I've put out on Instagram has been Marvel based. It's the heresy stuff, including my game with Tony made it to my top nine I saw that. in There's the last like week of the year. She is. Um, so yeah, that's quite hilarious. That is pretty fun. Obviously, my the the account was made when we were at the height of Heresy Gaming and stuff. So yeah. a lot of my followers are Heresy based, but and the Marvel community on Instagram is ridiculously small. My of my top nine, six of them are gay. Two of them are hobby. Yeah, six of them are a bunch of gay stuff. Um. Yeah, like my cousin's wedding, basically, <laughs> and uh, like there's yeah, your hob- your mine is my Instagram is purely hobby based. I got don't have a the only two hobby ones that are in my top nine are Necromunda. Nice. I've got um, my Palanites and my Cador. Have you played any Necromunda this year? I have not. None at all. <laughs> None at all. Wow. <laughs> 
But uh, during fun. those last two weeks of November, or those first two weeks of November, I went fucking shithouse and I painted everything and I painted an entire fucking Palanite uh, crew. And uh, yeah, it's. Oh, I guess the person you played Necromunda with has moved to Nottingham. Yeah, sure has. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Sure has. But yeah. Oh, yeah. On New Year's Eve, as well, I finished painting Black Widow. So she was the last model I painted. She painted on New Year's Eve. I, I think uh, I need. I can. I can do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep a list. I'm gonna do the the same thing that you do. Mine's gonna be nowhere near as high as yours. But I'm adding it. Look at my notes app right now. Hobby mm. and games for Throw and Dice podcast. I'm gonna go ahead and put running total. Right here, I have completed so far six models with no tables of terrain done. Because I did four for the witching hour, one for the, not judge, what is she called? The special edition Malifaux model that you sold me. She's just a, a death marshal. Death marshal. So I got one death marshal, the four witching hours, and um, Django Fett. So that's six models. Cool. Done. And mine's going to be nowhere near yours. <laughs> Although I don't know, I'm gonna probably uh, do a couple of a couple of um, Blood Bowl teams this year. Those are 16 a piece, so that's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be all right. Also, the old world's coming out. Yeah, I'm not playing old world. You're just gonna use your yeah, uh, noble play stuff. Play with my old Warriors of Chaos. They, I think they need rebased. No, you just buy. Movement trays with spaces in them. Oh, okay, that works too. Um, or you get someone to three D print them. Yeah, that works too. If I get someone that has a three D printer, I'm getting them to three D print the idea that I have for Crimson. There you go. I've add, added it, so I've painted fully painted twelve models this year. I think so far. Yeah, twelve. And I've done like twenty pieces of terrain, which is almost. That's Enough. almost a table and a half, basically. Uh, well, they've all been like little size ones and things. Oh, okay. So, all size ones and twos. But yeah, I've got like... I've got one, two... Three... Three size fours sitting on my desk at the moment. And a size three that needs finishing. So, and then that all of that together is two tables. I need to come up with an idea for a second table. Hmm. I gotta see what we should do uh, a Wakanda table with that Wakanda stuff that's coming out. That would be really easy because you could just like find like three D prints of like cat statues and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and like spaceships. <laughs> yeah, it should be fairly simple because that set looks cool as hell. But yeah, oh. but yeah, this. Yeah, this year I finished like twenty sides, like one and twos, already. Nice. But yeah, so that doesn't count towards your model count; counts towards your table count, though. Yeah. So, yeah. And then what I did yesterday, I built four size twos, five size ones, and a size three building for your sci-fi table. For yeah. the sci-fi table, yeah. So, um. They all got primed this morning. Nice, good so times. Just gotta work out what colours I want to paint the store, the boxes and stuff, the crates and things to make them stand out from the buildings. Mm. So that's our uh, our year in review. We're that looking is. towards the future now. 
2024, the the when yeah. Throwing Dice podcast gets back to so, putting on events. So last yeah, last episode we talked about things we want to do in the future. This episode we were talking about the year behind us. I think we did those backwards. Probably. That's okay. But we hadn't finished the year by then. That's true. So yeah, man, I'm I'm amped to get back to throwing out uh throwing out events. I miss it. I miss it so much. Um that is now we do have a special announcement to make, and that's that the Throwing Dice podcast has teamed up with Greetings from the Warp to be part of their Specialist Games Weekender, where we'll have uh, games of Blood Bowl provided by uh, the Throne Dice podcast. Uh, we'll have Middle Earth. We'll have Necromunda, Legions Imperialis, and The Old World, all um, running in different areas of the school. Um, Huxlow Science College, uh, somewhere in Earthling Borough. Yes, close enough. So I don't have a clue how to say that. Um, way too many letters and, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a ton of fun. The, um, I believe the old world is sold out at this point, but there's still games of Blood Bowl Saturday and Sunday. There's, uh, Necromunda, there's Legions Imperialis, there's Middle Earth and, uh, a learn to paint day with the cult of paint studios. So man, that's awesome. That's great stuff. And uh, if you'd like to know more, get on Eventbrite and just look for Greetings from the Warp or contact one of us. We've posted plenty of uh, links to the tickets. Um, I had to go through and write uh, event packs and rule sets and things like that, which I did this week and got them approved by the NAF. So they are NAF approved. They are official uh, tournaments that will count towards your NAF scores. If you're a Blood Bowl player who is worried about um, your rankings and stuff like that, these will improve or uh, uh, count towards your rankings. Uh, so that's fucking awesome. My first official uh, approved tournament of anything. Because I've never had to go through a governing body before for gaming. <laughs> so I'm really amped about that, man. I can't wait to... Um, can't wait to do that. I, I know that you said you're not going to be able to make it. Unfortunately, you've got family commitments that yeah. weekend. Yeah, that sucks. It really sucks. But it would be, uh, it would be really cool uh, to maybe we'll um, myself. I know Connor and Jamie are going. Ben's talking about going. So we might have a mini uh, lads weekend. Lads, lads, lads. And I'll be sure to bring uh, a Shatterpoint Matt and a Matt, or MCP Matt for uh, to to try and get the boys amped. Uh, yeah. when we go or, awesome or may or god knows what else we'll be playing by then who knows mm. so yeah um but you know i think it, what what time it is it's the time this is the time we share the hobby love share the hobby love time yes this is the part where we uh share the hobby love it's our favorite part of the show because we find a bunch of shit on instagram and tell you about it Eventually, someone's going to go through and post them all. Yeah. So this is, <laughs> yeah, this is where we uh, scroll through Instagram all month long. We save all the cool things we see, then we whittle that down to just three each, and we chat about them here, so you guys can go follow these awesome artists. Yeah. What are your? You want to start? Uh, sure. So I've gone for. Uh, oh God! Right. 
Cryptic Minis. Cryptic. Cryptic Minis. Uh, so that's at K R Y P T Y K M I N I S. Cryptic Minis. Uh, but it's spelled like Krypton. And this is fucking rad. And it's uh, some chibi uh, style uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're, they're, it's like that they're chibi style, but they're also like still pretty like menacing, menacing and rough and tough. Yeah, I love these. Oh my god! So these are the heroes in a half shell. Uh, they are. Um, they took first place in a, a painting competition. Uh, yeah, they're just awesome. They're really fun. Uh, so the guy, he's. Uh, he's done a little like photo montage of like half of each of the turtles' faces. Oh, um, I love and that! And then, uh, and then done a, a family shot on a like dark background. Backgrounds. These have been photographed really well. This is awesome. They really have the the coolest part of this is that there's four different green skin tones for each uh, one for each turtle. Yeah. Uh, and it's really, and it's ones that work really well with their bandana colors. So like the, uh, Michelangelo with the orange has a very like bluish green. Donatello with the purple has a, has like a brownish green. So the like purple goes with that. Raphael's is a very bright, almost like a yellowy kind of green. Like a Christmas tree green. Yeah, yeah. Christmas tree green. This is so cool, man. And the, like the subtle black lining, great non-metal metallic for the, uh, for the swords and stuff like that. This is what game is this played for? And, um, how can we play it? Can we play it right now? Uh, I have no idea where these are from. These are awesome though. No, uh, no, oh, it's just, it's just 3d prints. Yeah. Oh, Damn, Frankie, Frankie, you're sitting on Teddy. Come on, you're making him freak out. All right, everyone, calm down. Nom nom mini nom nom figures underscore three D print. Yeah, is the uh, person that sculpted these, and they are fucking fantastic, dude. Yeah, they're awesome. I knew you'd love this piece. I love this. This is. Oh, look at they did one of Rocket and Groot too. That's yeah. super cool. But yeah, the. Uh, as soon as I saw these, they were saved. I think these were great. These were the first one I saved uh, for this year as well. This was the start of the the, the January folder. These are oh awesome. Oh, my God. Cryptic minis, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. That's so many cool, so many cool, uh, like, busts and stuff that they're, like, I... Yeah, they are a competition painter. Competition painter, for sure. Um... Yeah. yeah, the yeah, Chris Chung, eighteen hundred followers. Oh, yeah, but like, there's like Shatterpoint minis in here. There's um, like Underworlds minis. The Conan bust, really cool. Oh, that Aragorn piece from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Where he's walking through the dungeon. That's cool as shit. Look at Chibi Doctor Doom. Uh, you fool! The is it Doctor Manhattan uh, bust. Oh wow! Yeah, it yeah. Looks the, like it's glowing. It's the awesome. Conan bust is sick. There's, there's so many cool things on this uh, page. Oh look at that! It looks like Yahya Abdul Mateen. That's so fucking cool. The Doctor Manhattan bust. It's based on the uh, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Wow, that's neat. Oh, man. So, yeah, fucking killer. At Cryptic Minis. Cryptic Minis. You fucking win today, buddy. What is your first? Uh, hold on. I'm still looking at Cryptic Minis. There's a Cobra Bat. That's cool. Sorry. All right, let's go. Um, my first one is by Fluid underscore Art underscore Painting. And it's another competition piece, Victor von Kraus, which is a fucking gnarly ass. Um, this is a real. Yeah, it is a real. It's a gnarly ass fucking uh, vampire that's like in the throes of like blood frenzy. I'm scared to click on it in case my phone makes noise. It's going to make noise. There is a song on there. Let's hope that's not copyright strike. Um yeah, this piece, like, you know I love me some vampires. Yeah. The aged gold and, like, the glow effect coming from uh, from some sort of magical presence uh, underneath him. The cape is sick. It looks like episodes of... Sp- uh, episodes. It looks like issues of Spawn, like, with how it, like, comes up over him. And, um, yeah, this is just an all-over badass piece. It yeah, just looks like... Cool. The, it, the flesh is amazing. The flesh is great. The sculpt is great. The music that goes with it is great. I just, I love this piece. Um, if I could have just an entire, um, like, kill team or something of vampires that look like this, I'd be very excited. But this is like a bust. It's not a, not a GW Mini. It's a, a 3D printed bust, but it is so fucking cool. Fluid art painting fucking ruled this one. Yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, can we get any more info on where the bust's from? Uh, yeah, I found some whip pieces, but there's no info on where it's from. Um, but yeah, it's an awesome model. It's really cool. Uh, and it's a, a gorgeous paint job. I really love the classic cape, red on the inside. Red on the black. inside, black on the outside. Yeah, blood red inside. Uh, and then, like, the real black, dingy, dirty. There's so much uh, contrast in that cape, like, um, between as it transitions like, through the folds and stuff. It is mm-hmm. awesome. The the red inside is silky smooth. It is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. All right, that so what's beautiful your... beautiful high-end piece. What's your second? My second is by Hadrill. Haradrel? At H-A-R-A-D-R-E-L. Haradrel? And this is a very distinguished gentleman. Uh, So it's (laughs) Look at him. It's a 3D print from Dragon Trapper's Lodge of like a a lizard thing. He's a lizard guy with robot arms. Yeah, and he's got the, the... the little glowing light Angler appendage, fish. anglerfish appendage on his forehead. Uh, yeah, it's just a cool, he's interesting, a, fun little... He's got a steam, Willy Wonka top hat. Yeah, like a little steampunk guy smoking a pipe with a tiny little cane because he's got really long robot arms for his little dinosaur fish body. I love him. It's such a cool, happy, fun little model. <laughs> uh, 
his little eyes, if you like, because he's got these weird like goggles on, like little steampunky goggles. Yeah. But if you go and just look at his actual eyes, yeah, it's giving you like a bulldog side eye there. Yeah, like, he is. He's awesome. He's so cool. But yeah, I thought as soon as I saw this piece, it made me laugh. I really liked it. It, uh, the it's a fun model. It's a really nice paint job. It's nice. Smooth. I really like the purple waistcoat. The purple waistcoat and the and the top hat is great. I love that. Like the top hat looks like it's um got like shades, different shades yeah. in it, and the waistcoat is like more worn because it's you know. And he's on got his like body. the cuffs uh, on his ankles, just above his clawed feet. Yep. Like he's like part part of a suit wearing. Like, he's such an awesome, fun little model. Yeah, dinosaur and wearing a fucking suit yeah. with robot arms. Painted really well. That's a winner. That's a winner in my book every single time. So, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, 3D sculpted by Dragon Trapper Lodge. They do lots of fun fun releases every month as well. Yes, but, very distinguished. But, yeah, it's an awesome little mini, and I just wanted to shut it out. That's so cool. Oh, look at some of the other stuff on this guy. So he's got an illithid. Look at his fucking mind flayer. Yeah. That's cool. So this guy did um, last year. He did the hobby streak, but for a year. And then was like, no, I'm done. I'm done with posting. I'm just going to keep the mindset of that still, but I'm not going to deal with like the the worry of having to post every day. Post it every like. night, yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool and uh he it was an when he was doing it it was a nice nostalgia thing for like other people doing it mm-hmm. because he would tag uh, he would like those posts from the year th- that was on the same day he was doing so yeah your your hobby streak uh, so his, 200 day or whatever yeah. is the day he would go through and do 200 he would like, like all your... the all the all the other posts that were tagged ho- uh, hobby streak day 200 yeah that's he's awesome great. he's yeah great member of the hobby streak community uh a really fun piece uh and yeah it deserves a shout out yeah so cool uh my second piece is by wage waster hobbies aren't we all uh it's all one word wage waster hobbies and it is a badass 30k night lords character um also has a song i'll turn this down fucking terrible um assorted mark three and mark six bits with the arch lord discordant model from uh, i believe that's aos right and uh, um, no, it's like the guy who rides the mechanical spider. Oh, okay, yeah. And um he basically just made a badass like wasteland wanderer night lords guy. And this is gonna be for um to go with the night lords kill team when those come out. But um yeah, he is so fucking cool. He's got like an Immortan Joe fucking mask on that's like bone colored, and you can see his like nasty mottled skin underneath. Yes. And then the uh the the you know Night Lord's paint job is one of the coolest uh paint jobs in all of 30k if you can pull it off. He's got a gigantic fucking um like uh, chain glaive. Chain glaive going. Yeah, that's from the the Archlord Discordant yep. definitely. And uh like a badass uh ray gun. So yeah, I I fucking just love this. The amount of like uh it's it's not the best paint job you'll ever see, 
It's not the coolest kit bash you'll ever see. It's not the best basing you'll ever see, but it's, I mean, if I saw this guy sitting on a table across from me when I, when I sat down to play a game, I would rant at the dude for the entire two hours we were playing and just say, like, that is the coolest fucking model I'm going to see today. The amount, he's done just enough co- uh, conversion to make it stand out. The paint job fucking kicks for the conversion. The idea is badass. The, like, it, this wasteland basting, uh, tells a story of this dude who's like wandering the wasteland looking for, you know, loyalists to hunt down and stuff. It's, it's just fucking cool. It's a hundred percent cool. He put in the right amount of conversion, paint, and storytelling in one model. And I fucking love it. Yeah. And the Night Lord paint scheme in general is just really striking. It's real fun and interesting to look at. Like he's got, he's put the lightning strikes in. He's, there's like, yeah, the big drapey cloak shroud thing covering the upper part of the model. Uh, yeah, he's gone really stark with his like edge highlighting on it. That leather but, uh, yeah. on the holster is But yeah, that's sick. absolutely gorgeous. And then on the wrap as well of the weapon, like it's, it's like old leather covered in blood. Like Damn. it's, it's real nice. Uh, it's an awesome mini. Yeah. It's a great conversion. Great it's, conversion, it's a great nice piece. paint job. Like, yeah, it's so characterful. That's an awesome mini. Awesome. Wage waster hobbies, you fucking kick ass. It's super cool. Who's your third one? Mine is by Burlesford. Burlesford? Sounds like a town. Uh, so, at B-U-R-L-E-S-F-O-R-D. Uh, and this is an Infinity JSA model. Uh, the, they're painting up for a commission. It's oh, wow. A, uh, so it's the Gen Con 2022 Shikami model, uh, who's like a sort of Japanese ninja style guy with the flat, um, rice wide, paddy cap and like r- wide, yeah, rice paddy helm, uh, cap, hat thing. And he's got giant Naginata, uh, and he is painted in a crazy cyberpunk rainbow. I uh, love that. Yeah, all the way from base to uh, the tip of the spear. So he's like, like jumping off of like a pagoda roof. Yeah. And the pagoda roof also has the crazy like shadow steam, or not steampunk, um, cyberpunk aesthetic. So you can just see this dude, if this were on like a black, because uh, it's on a white uh, white background. White background. If this were a black background, it would look like he was literally jumping out of like fucking Blade Runner. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's awesome. This is so bright, so colorful. Oh, I love it. We love anything with the rainbow motif, anyway. Yep. Uh, but this is this is so well done. This is an awesome piece. I and love the great mini that I'm jealous. I don't own. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. I, I love that. Like the, um, the bright colors, like really do stand out, but then like the, the normal colors that he has on here, like the, the brown leather in his satchel is still like really well painted. So, like looks great. Aged leather and the chain mail that he's wearing underneath his armor. Like it's, it's, it's normal colored, but it's, there's a lot of attentions paid, you know, to yes. the little stuff. He's not really just relying on that one uh, gimmick. Mm. It's it's really nice done, and you know, this for a commission. So you know, the guy's got to be good. Got to be real the, good. The person I shouldn't see. Uh, so Burlesford, 
You fucking kick ass. I love that one. That's sick. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Uh, what is... This guy just does, just does Infinity. Oh, some of these models are ruck fucking cool. Too bad they're metal. Uh, I'd probably paint them. It's a real cool account. Really nice, bright, awesome thing. Uh, it got me a little bit keen to paint a few more of my Infinity bits. Uh, especially all of my JSA bikes I've got to paint. Hell you know, yeah. I've got like five or six of them I need to paint. Super cool. So, yeah. And my final one is by underscore heresy underscore and underscore horticulture underscore nice. so heresy and horticulture uh and it is uh a krieg model that was uh it's on a snow base and let's see oh turbo dork metallics for the armor i think yeah, yeah. it's um, like a, a krieg quartermaster star officer big heavy great coat uh, this is awesome. This basing is so cool. This is straight up World War One. This is so cool. The great coat is sick. It's got mud splattered on it. The the um, trousers or whatever that this person's wearing is fucking gnarly. The the Krieg mask, the the breathing mask that they wear, yeah. looks like a just a skull, and it's so neat. I love this piece. The, the basing. The medals are really cool. Like the nice little picked out detail, a little splash of green and purple color yep. to the, the drab. The uh, basing guy. is out of this fucking world. This basing is awesome. It looks this is this is a battlefield in World War One during the middle of winter, and this like commissar or quartermaster or whatever is just wandering the battlefield looking for uh you know traitorous dogs to shoot in the back. I fucking love it. Yeah, this is this is a favorite of mine, uh, and it's 600, 600 followers on yeah, this that's, account. That's criminal. Oh, look at the little chibi cool guy. Uh, guy. Ghost from uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's got some pretty cool stuff. Um, but that that great coat quartermaster. Here's another one. Um, Ursula Krieg. Uh, yeah. To the same guy, but it's the same one with a different color scheme, like a red, reddish brown color scheme. Yeah, and then he's wintered it up. Yeah, yeah I prefer the winter up. It I really, amazing. really like the winter scheme. That's so cool. But yeah, that was my uh, third one. I saw that one. I said, "God damn, that's a fucking good looking model." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. That is the grimmest of the dark. Mm, that's so cool. I wish there was more angles of it. I do too. Yeah, it's like lad's gun over his shoulder, holstered pistol at his waist, sword in hand, like brown, muddy, dirty, frozen awesomeness. Yes, love it. I decided to not pick anything brown this month, so I picked brown for you. But I did have a whole bunch of brown things saved, but I thought I'd go, uh, go. Not into those uh, this month because I thought Ninja Turtles, uh, steampunk dinosaurs, and uh, cyberpunk, yeah, and rainbow ninjas are was the way I was feeling this new year. But yeah, look, I've got 
got Necromunda. I've got Krieg. I've got <laughs> Oh my god, so Vader. much brown. Uh, I've got so Death, Death Guard. Guard. I've got uh, crazy um, Blanchitsu stuff. I've got more Necromunda brown. More Death Guard. These yeah. were the things I saved. And I was like, no, let's go bright let's and different. awesome. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. I'm sure the I'm sure the people who, when they get sh- shared, will enjoy it too. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> slack. I need to. If they start. ever do that, yeah. Whoa. Well, it seems like we've uh, reached the end of this episode. Finally, I thought we were going to try and keep them short. Keep them short, and it doesn't look like this is going to be short. We'll, we'll probably get this down to about two hours. It's probably yeah. We've had. Two tournaments and then a whole years of, of review. <laughs> and, and a bunch of my dogs interrupting us yeah. because they're jerks. You want to come say something to the to the people, Frankie? You want to say something to the people? I love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find our Facebook fan page at Throw and Dice Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Throw and Dice Pod. You can follow our personal Instagrams at LDestructo83 and Arch underscore Magos. You can email us with questions or comments at throwanddicepod at gmail.com. And thank you so much for our ripping theme song to Riff Your Pod on Instagram and Bandcamp. One last thing. Keep safe. Keep it happy. Keep sharing the hobby love. And keep throwing throwing dice. dice.